Hey, how's it going, Street Fighters? Welcome to the stream. We're glad you're here. Sunday night, you know what that means. Regardless of what's happening, it's time for a street fight. Unless we're on tour, we're here to take calls and talk to people. The number to dial is 614-655-3887. We are here uh, under quarantine, under this new coronavirus landscape that we're in. And I uh, want to hear from all y'all that have something to say. Uh, and tonight we have special guest Gwen in the studio taking calls with us because she is not going to go to school tomorrow. Uh, we, no school for three weeks. No school. Uh, we are still going to do the show because bosses are still being fucking horrible at this time of, the, this time of need in the country. And uh, so we're taking calls tonight. Once again, it's 614-655-3887. We're Street Fight Radio. And if you got extra time and you want something to do, head over to patreon.com slash streetfightradio. You can get access to a couple dozen zines, a fucking 40 videos or something. We're going to complete some kind of monster, the Metallica documentary this week. There's premium audio. Brian's doing March Madness right now about, you know, sports hosts. So... All of that stuff is still available, and as always, we will continue on doing the show. Uh, we did a fundraising stream last right last night on Twitch, so we're going to keep that stuff exclusively on Twitch until we get until we become a partner. But Twitch.tv/streetfightradio. We did a fundraising stream for the Columbus Mutual Aid Fund, and we raised like 160 bucks. Uh, Brian and I. Played with the Street Fight Wives, uh, the board game Pandemic, uh, for a few hours. Thank you, everybody that showed up and donated money. We really appreciate it. So, my name is Brett. My co-host is Brian. We're the number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. How are things going, Brian? Uh, well, here's the thing. Weird. Things are very fucking weird right now. Uh, they closed all bars. In Columbus, uh, starting at 9 o'clock tonight. Yes. Uh, you can only get takeout. Uh, my daughter is not going to school, and she's sitting here with us taking calls on a Sunday night. Who knows mm-hmm. what she's going to say. We'll have the Zoomer perspective, at least on this show. And uh, I don't I don't even know how to... I, I'm, like, trying to figure out what this is. You okay. know what I mean? I'm, like, trying to figure out how long... How how long this is going to be. Because I said this a couple weeks ago, or earlier in the week on Thursday, you know, because we did, we did street fighting, and Thursday is when everything kind of went sideways. And, and, like, in my mind, I think capitalism and and empire tries to right itself as quickly as possible like they they try because capitalism demands infinite growth and demands that economic activity constantly be occurring that i just i think i just assumed that like you know it'd be a weird like week and a half and then Everything goes back to normal, but uh, it doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel like it's probably going to right away. They're yeah. saying eight weeks now, which puts Hellfire at risk, maybe. Maybe if it's eight weeks, it might just put Philly at risk. But yeah. uh, it is, uh, it's very strange 
to to be a performer in these times, I guess, because your job standing on stage yeah. is kind of put on hold. But I, I am I'm not trying to throw a fit about um, not having enough money coming in, but it is definitely a concern because we were relying on a lot of this a lot of this stuff, you know. Um, so I guess for me, I've moved from the skeptic, the ultimate skeptic position. And now, um, I do think that the quarantine makes sense to me. I've read more about places where it's hit harder and like Italy and stuff like that. And I think that we, this is going to be a very weird, you know, period of time. Um, but you know, I talked to my doctor and they were saying that like, you know, six weeks is what has been the beneficial thing to do. So we are in completely new territory though, because I have not lived through something like this before. They, I, I have, yeah, this, nobody has, this is the first for me. This is the first for everybody. And it is, it is in a way, like you said, um, it's very different because once they were like, we're not going to do March Madness. I'm like, come on, but you want to make, you still want to make money. Yeah. Right. It's once, once they said they weren't going to do all of these high dollar things, it became uh, very real and that, you know, that there, this is a very serious thing. Yeah. I guess what I want to say about the money thing for us, because a lot of people have been asking me how they can support us uh, through this time. Uh, we have a lot of shirts to sell in the store. And uh, barring that, you know, Patreon, you can get on our Patreon. We're going to give you a bunch of links, but also we're going to run a lot more streams. And, uh, you know, some of it's going to, we're going to run them to replace the live shows. And uh, hopefully we can make some really cool shit happen yeah. on the streams. Me and Brad are going to play video games together. We're going to play block by block with the Street Wives again. And, uh, yeah. Well, let me say this also as well, is that I may not have lived through this before, but what was exciting is that you said on Thursday night, is when things started, the hammer started coming down. That was also when the Columbus Mutual Aid Fund started on Facebook. Uh, that was also another group was created to feed children. Uh, so I signed up for my zip code. Any kids in the area that need food, I can make lunch for them and go deliver it. Uh, so we haven't had the ability to connect on this level before during something like this. And and I think that is an added element of comfort for me in seeing that everybody has really has stepped up. Uh, Food Not Bombs on Saturday, their fucking van got stolen and like 16 motherfucking minivans showed up on Saturday to help them transport thing, transport things. So, you know, people are in it. We're all together. I think that, you know, uh, even your estranged neighbors, we're in this together. I think that like humanity always wins out no matter what, but it is quite wild to see the gov a Republican governor of the state say that he's going to give uh, unemployment benefits to everybody, anybody that needs them. Like that seems like that's a, that makes my alarms go off, you know? Well, I've been saying, I, I think one of the things that's been very heartening to me is the, uh, not heartening. It's scary, right? I'm an anarchist, and I I will always be one, and I will always believe in horizontal organization as much as you can possibly get it, you know. And uh, America is doing this without the federal government's help. The federal government is being like zero help, 
It, it is showing how useless it, it is state it, but that's what they're doing right yeah like it, every state has is having to deal with this differently that's part of what's making it really hard for us to decide what to do about our live gigs and shit because it's like florida's doing things one way ohio's doing things one way georgia is fucking finding people and testing them and if they have it taking them out into the middle of a national park and making them stay there really yeah really? Yeah, everybody's doing different things. You know what I mean? And in a in 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 a real world, you know, I was just watching the debate before I before I got here, but Bernie Sanders actually said this. He's like, you know, if we had like single payer healthcare, we would have a system. There would be a system in this. Right. Currently, we have thousands of we have all these private insurance companies and all these private doctors and all these private hospitals and it's a bunch of systems and none of them are working and even beyond that um the system that we have now is designed to keep people out like we're designed to handle the privileged few that get access to the system we're more about setting up limitations on the access to care so that people can't have it when something like this happens to all of us, then all of us need healthcare. If this was, if if there was an already established healthcare system that was designed to be ready for every single one of us instead of the privileged few, we would not be. We could we would be further away from crisis. You know, able to at least it would be easy. There would be a system in place to figure this thing out. I mean, me and Brett were hanging out last night when we before the stream and uh, with our wives and. We were looking at pictures of O'Hare Airport yesterday where they were testing people who came in through customs, but they weren't doing it fast enough. So there were thousands of people standing in the hallway of this airport. And it's like, this seems like the wrong way to do this. You know, I mean, we should just be testing everybody, you know, that's the way to do it. You, you fucking drive through testing facility. You go in, you get tested, you get a text, you find out if you have it. If you have it, you're quarantined. If you don't, you're fine. Yeah. And that would be the way to handle this. And that seems like something that could be put into place relatively quickly if the president wasn't Donald Trump. Sure. And, and the federal government wasn't. Chat asked if there's more gumballs. Oh, no, there isn't any more gumballs and stupid asshole shirts being made ever again. That was a bad idea to make those shirts. Did they all sell? Um, there's still one. There's still one right here. Okay, so we sold there's all but one. one XL. Yeah. Right, but not as much interest as the other ones. That's true. So, that's yeah, true. that's a collector's item. So, tonight in the studio, we do have special guests. Um, another youth correspondent. The youthiest uh, of all of them, I think. The youngest youth correspondent we have at Street Fire Radio. Uh, welcome to the stream, Gwen. Thank you. How are things going? Pretty good. Where's your head at right now as a young person? I'm kind of, I don't know, it's really confusing. It's like really weird. You Are you still talking to your friends nonstop? Yeah. You're just chatting, like sharing anxieties? Or? We're all hanging out. Like hanging no out? one's quarantined really in our neighborhood. I love that. It's great. You'll have each other. We're sharing it. We're sharing the virus. Well, you know, you wait. You're hanging out with together in real life. Yeah. Or like I last you night on the I phones. was with my friend. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, but that you also we as as a friend group we also got together to have pizza and stuff on Friday night because we're just like the die together types. 
I guess, right? Like, yeah. it's like, I'm not going to not be around my friends. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, I'm not, I'm going to have to hang out with my buds during this. I won't go to the club, but you know, um, how is, uh, how are you handling this? Uh, how are you going to handle this, this time off school? Um, I'm probably going to sleep a lot. Sorry. I've already taken a lot of naps. Uh, any, I don't really have any can plans. Me and Gwen have not even any series you plan to binge or anything Me like and G-Dog that? have two plans. Two two movie plans now, right? Well, I don't know one of them. We're going to watch Parasite and we're yeah, going to watch yeah. Borat. Oh! Because I didn't know where the, the like, quote Very was from. nice. I didn't know where that was from. We made my teacher start saying it, though. Your teacher says <laughs> very yeah. nice now. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to watch Borat and Parasite at the very <laughs> least together. So we got that going on. Borat, one of the funniest movies you'll ever see. It's it's crazy how funny that movie okay, is. I'm looking forward to it. Sometimes you overhype the movies we watch. How was Superbad? I don't... Oh, that one was good. That one was good. Yeah. Superbad's good. Yeah. Borat, um, I don't know. Just to, uh, Here's the thing. Borat is going to be like any, unlike anything you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> and either you're going to like just seize up in fear and like not understand what you're seeing... Or you're gonna just like lose your mind laughing the whole time because it just keeps escalating. It's a lot, and it's very funny. It's very weird. And it's, it's a very weird movie. Yeah, yeah. It's real. It's people. funny because what's happening currently. That's nice to have you in here because it can get us off of the depressing stuff. What is happening with them is like TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Happens and 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 somebody or a lot of people on TikTok talk like watching Tic Tacs. That's I used to take those to freshen my breath. What's but, a Tic Tac? But they'll start quoting movies, and then that movie becomes important. Yeah, and then these kids have to go back and watch these movies that we watched. Yes. that are now like when my dad made me watch Animal House, which I hated. I hated that movie. But are at least allowed to uh, have a little bit of ironic distance from like modern life and stuff. Like yeah. so it was like it's not it's not as silly. It's not as silly. It's it's more it's smarter, I guess. Mm, I'm scared we won't have any good movies to show our kids. Oh, that's not true. I can't think of a good one. You okay. know what we thought that like a we... funny one. I don't. No one likes them. Which you one? do. You disrespect them. All Ragnarok. You Remember those. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, you like that one. You liked it too, motherfucker. You are. Don't act like you didn't like it. That's true. I didn't like it. Seriously, like twenty years from now, you'll be able to like force your kid to watch thirty fucking Marvel movies and be like, "It's the best story ever told," though, and they're not <laughs> going to believe you at all. They're going to be like, "This sucks ass." Like how many people freak you, out? Yeah, you're going to force them. Yeah, you're going to force them to watch all those movies. That's that is that is a good one. Um, I mean, it was a big accomplishment. I don't know if they're the momentum going, but the amount of Marvel content it. that they made, and you were in the prime kid range for that. Yeah, she came. It makes up sense now. Right when it took off, like yeah. she was. I mean, she was too young for Iron Man. Right, she was only like three or four. I never watched it. Yeah, but by the when did we start going to Guardians of the Galaxy or the one before yeah. that? Yeah, and we started going to those things, and she just she likes them. It's weird, Gwen. A lot of people. I don't. think the thing that you will have for your kids if you have them right horror movies. You because you them. will have. There have been very good horror movies. There have you been, have Get Out. Yeah, I mean, the Get Purge? Out and Us. I like the Purge. The Purge. Movie. I'll make them watch yeah. that. Yeah, 
there's a lot of movies. For... I feel like we have more TV shows. Okay, That's I'm gonna true. backtrack. I'm gonna backtrack my objection to that. I I think you're right. I think because uh, those are a great way to like think about scary stuff, and it seems that the future just gets more scared of the future. <laughs> so you're going to be like, oh, you're scared of that. We we grew up on The Purge. I watched that when I was a baby. <laughs> that's well, what, I just think, that's what you'll get to do as like a grandma. I do believe her. I do believe when Gwen says they don't really have comedies. No. Because they, they don't make crude comedies anymore. They also like sad stuff. Like everything, like I feel that's like a you. lot of our stuff is sad. Mm. No, that's just you. I, You're just a I fucking like weirdo a lot of when it's it comes sad. To- No, I agree with like you. Like books now, they're everyone's dead. I agree. <laughs> no, I agree. I think it, it all took a dystopian turn. Everything became like people surviving after everything falls apart. Yeah. Which I think is jumping the gun a little bit. Or like their like, whole family dies and they're like now an orphan. And right. that's like the whole movie right. or book. I yeah. read a lot of sad books. But, you know, that's also part of it. Like even us that are in like relative comfort, we still can't stop our monkey brains from thinking about the absolute worst circumstances that we could be in. You know, like that's in a way it comforts you. It's like, you know, you could also be struggling to survive in like a really post-apocalyptic landscape instead of just having to eat all the food that's in your cabinets right now yeah, you're you know right, you're right yeah she's she's really i think like that's been a thing i've been fascinated with. i'm glad we're doing i'm glad you're here tonight Thank because you. we aren't doing team fight anymore but i have had some stuff that i thought i would bring here and for me you and brett to talk about i think we can get this out what is it with is this a girl thing the sad stuff is it just like because okay. like I in boys my whole life boys can get sad. I'm not boys saying sad. I'm sad not boy. saying get sad. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm saying that almost all of Gwen's entertainment choices are sad. That's not true. And they make her cry. They don't make <laughs> me cry anymore. I don't cry at movies anymore. Make you tough, huh? Yeah, I guess so. What's the last movie um, you watched? Cause you told me about it. Oh yeah, that was a sad movie. Yeah, what? Tell, I didn't tell cry, listeners though. what it was about. Um, basically, this girl, she, her sister dies, and then she tries to kill herself, and then this boy finds her and is like, "Don't do it! Don't jump off the bridge!" And then he gets to know her, breaks her out of her shell. He then kills himself. Oh shit! <laughs> Who would wow. watch that? That no, sounds amazing. It's really good. It's really interesting. Whoa. Watch it. It's called In All the Bright Places. Or yeah, In All the Bright Places. Don't that's watch on Netflix. Who, who, it's who really good. Why? I'm into it. There's that was character development. <laughs> There's um you get to get to know the characters. Yeah. It's very nice. Yeah, there was a there was a I watched this anime recently and one of the main characters gets stabbed through the back in a way that like you never thought was gonna happen and I'm like, wait, are they dead? Dead? Like, yeah, that person that character just fucking died, like on the screen right now. Uh yeah, so I I mean that makes sense. Uh I don't think it's a girl. I mean, let me just say I just it's I just think it's an odd choice. You watch the books she reads too. She reads a lot of books where it's like, oh, yeah, this, yeah, I'm reading a book. It's about like an orphan um, who gets uh, adopted and then the parents who adopt it punch it in the face every day when they get up. And then the orphan finally gets out and like has a triumphant moment and then dies of cancer. And it's like, I don't, what what is this? Here's what I, here's what I'm going to approximate. Character development. This isn't well thought out, but I'm just going to approximate this. 
like the anxieties of being a woman in the world and that you could be subjugated to like some sort of crime or someone could do something crazy to you. I agree that all of the podcasts that are about true crime and stuff are a lot of women that just are thinking about how eventually some man's going to kill them someday. Like out of nowhere, some guy's just going to follow him home and fucking murder him. Katie watches and, a lot. And, yeah. and so then the scope is you you watch movies where 180 people get murdered yeah. and you yeah. don't think about it. They The scope for them <laughs> yeah, yeah. is brought down to one individual life. If you had to watch 180 movies about all of the bad guys that your hero killed, you'd be fucking weeping. You'd be weeping. Those people have bills. The guys that are fighting John <laughs> Wick are paying, have, like, they're doing that for money. No. They're not doing that for fun. But he's avenging his dog and his girl who gives a shit is a I dog's life worth more than my family's fucking my whole he family he kill civilians he, he kills them. the bad guys other guys doing their jobs he, yes he does independent I contractors I agree. I agree he's an independent contractor the thing I think the thing about it is though like the things I watch where 180 people get killed I watch them and they're a good, joyful, fun time because I don't know anything about the people getting killed. Oh, but if you found out. If I knew, but they, you, I One of them had to. trinkets in their pockets <laughs> that their grandfather passed down to them. That was like this precious item. Right. Like but they all have beautiful individual stories. They all have a beautiful human life. I don't want to snuffed know. Snuffed out by uh, fucking uh, Bruce Willis. <laughs> but I don't want to know that, right? So I watch movies... That are not sad movies that have a sense of your humor movies are kind of sad and no i don't watch any sad movies like the all. guys like avenging someone like they show the story of like them something like beating them down so much that they have to start murdering people yeah for joy like it's kind of sad yeah that's, but then in the that's end, our lives though it's like sad honestly as dads like we just sit around and think about the day that we have to get pushed to the edge <laughs> we have to kill somebody for you like we don't want to be killers but like, also, we have to live with the knowledge of like, we have a kid, we have a wife, we have to be willing to like shove our thumbs into someone's fucking eye sockets if they come too close to y'all, <laughs> right? Like, we have to live, we have to like balance that rage. That's the that's the daily life of a dad. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I guess I'm not there yet. <laughs> yeah, someday you'll be a dad and you'll understand. You'll <laughs> you'll just be up at night and thinking like how you would snap anyone's neck that dared come into your house. Well, it's and it just, just fills you with like a lot of stress. This is really funny because like I think the thing that you guys are getting totally fucking wrong about what I like, you know, I, there's something you're getting fucking totally wrong about this. I enjoy fight choreography. <laughs> He's an artist. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. not saying I'm an artist. He's in the ballet. I am saying that there is a great amount of art artistry happening yeah, yeah. in the movies that I watch where people get killed. Now, the movies that Gwen watches, that they're just sitting on beds and stuff and just being sad. How many you of them have I mean? you watched? I'm never gonna. I can't. I watched My Girl when I was like. That's a sad yeah, one. Yeah, that one didn't you. see it coming. I did. I cried. I did too. And let me tell you. I uh, sobbed actually in I, my mom's lap. Can I give you some historical context on that? That movie was after Home Alone, so it's like you had only ever seen this kid Aww. as Home Alone, and you're mm -hmm. like, this guy's a goddamn. This kid's a celebrity. What a beloved guy, and he fucking gets killed. It's like fuck. And that bummed me out. I watched it. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to watch any more of these ever again. 
I um I do like the heart wrenching movies. Erica's into it, and I definitely have leaned into like I like a, a good sad movie where just something absolutely horrible happens, <laughs> and people have to, to you have to make do because that it is like it is seriously that's what life is is like things will happen that are like unbelievable that are awful, but you don't just like lay down and, and die. You make you you make things happen. Like you keep moving along. You like you have to deal with a new circumstance, but if I, that, I'm going to watch this movie. Watch it. <laughs> yeah, it sounds you like a it. fucking tearjerker. It's insane. The kid is like actually crazy. Yeah. Well, so coming soon, the Gwen and Brett review. Of, of, in all of, the bright places. Of, in all, I'm not watching. I fucking Please out. watch it. No. I want to see. Yeah. I'm I can't it. do it. I like that. At first I, I was watch... like, this is real sad and weird. But then yeah. I watched it and I enjoyed it. How many movies? What? What? Like, what do you want to see right now? Other, I, we were supposed to go see the Invisible Man, but the Sea Boy showed up, so we can't. Don't so, coronavirus. Sea Boy. Sea Boy. I was like, who's that? Um, I don't know what's out right now. We okay. can't really go yeah. to the movie theater. Yeah, we wanted to go see the Invisible Man really bad, and then we just doctor. didn't get to do it. There's a new Invisible Man. Yeah, yeah, dude. There is, and it looks scary as shit because uh, Peggy. From Mad Men, uh, Elizabeth uh, Moss. I just yeah. watched a really scary movie, and actually. What'd you watch? It was just like this German movie that was dubbed over oh, no. in English. And oh, it was no. like them just like like kidnapping a woman. Mm, okay. <laughs> and me and my friends all yeah, watched that's it. Waste. It was real intense. See, that's a... Uh, she came out triumphant. That's good. That's good. There's there's a lot of movies. Some of the older ho- some of the older horror movies are just scary in a way that are more like someone just breaking into your house versus like a, a fucking demon from outer space or whatever it is. You yeah, know? she's just we like had, snag. What's it called? Uh, it's on Netflix. We had bagels delivered the other day, and Gwen wouldn't go out to the porch to get it because she heard human traffickers put bags on the porch, and Not then when the people the come to get it, Not bags. they steal the kid. So she okay. was like, oh, my, I'm mom my mom talks about human out. trafficking. She does. Often, your your so mom I'm does like, go off on that stuff. I'm allowed to go to That's school true. to get my things. I mean, it worries now. me too. So. All right, let's, uh, it's time to take some calls. Let's take some calls. I have to go to school tomorrow, by the way. No, you don't. For what? To get supplies. We have to get our stuff from our lockers in case school doesn't happen again. You got two fucking One feet. is allowed in at the time. One kid at a time allowed in the school. Okay. No way. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going to make <laughs> from three. From 9 to 2 gonna, p.m. They're going to make a couple hundred kids line up, get in a line. To it's only if you have to. I actually don't think I'm going to go. All right, let's get these calls in. The calls, mm, not so much in the queue, so please feel free to call in. Thanks we, for, we can bullshit for as long as it takes. Yeah. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, it's uh, Doc from uh, somewhere in America. Doc? <laughs> Is your name Doc like the elf? Wait, what's his? No, I'm a, I'm a doctor, man. I, I'm not going <laughs> to. I can't use my name. I can't hear. I'm sorry. That's really fucking low right now. I thought you said my name. Hey, what's up? My name can is Doc. Can you hear me okay? Right? Can you yeah, hear me? give us a second. Right, I think now? we're having some more. Audio issues. We, yeah, I, barely, I can't hear him at all. Barely hear him. Hello, you there? Dog! Yeah, we got you, dog. Sorry, go You're ahead. Here. Hello. What's What's up, yeah, doc? Can you all hear me now? Yep. Yeah. What's up, doc? Uh, no, nothing. We're just checking in, seeing how Ohio's doing with COVID nineteen. 
Ah, we don't know. We that me and Brett. Listen, I don't want to say anything and uh, sound like an idiot, but I sort of feel like uh, Ohio's handling it pretty well. I think that uh, I, I I've been relatively impressed. I mean, they've been pretty honest about the numbers. They have closed everything, and they were quick to close. They closed everything first. I mean, they probably should have closed the bars like a week ago. <laughs> Instead of waiting until <laughs> yeah, yeah. today. But uh, other than that, it's kind of like, uh, I, I, I think it's okay. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm a little worried, but that's, that's Ohio. I mean, you know what I worry about the most, Doc? I'll tell you. Um, my biggest fear is uh, lockdown, right? Where they tell everybody they have to stay in their houses for a certain period of time. Yeah. I don't think that Americans are going to handle that well. Yeah. Well, but if, I mean, at least I've seen a couple of cool things because if they don't handle it well, you know, the moms in LA are just going to move into the houses and uh, people are just going to not leave there if they get evicted. And I, I'm hoping for that type of stuff. Yeah, I mean, and end to evictions and stuff would be great. I just, I super worry about, like, I don't want people getting killed. And and I'm going to tell you, uh, because I, I uh, me and Brett are going into content overdrive during this thing. Because there's nothing else to do. Might as well make a bunch of content. <laughs> so, uh, I spoke to Felix, and we're going to do Shocktober. We might even do a couple of them. And uh, so, I was listening to Man Cow all day today. And his opinions on coronavirus are scary to me. And I feel like he is getting it from somewhere. And that's what makes me nervous. Like, where is he getting his information? And how many people are getting that same information? <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, I've heard a lot of really really bad information like in in clinic from patients who you know mean well but are just not i don't know what they're reading i don't i don't know where they're getting it from yeah yeah i mean well the, you know the conservatives are really fucking worried you know when you when okay like if you're gonna be a trump voter he looks so bad right now and like everybody knows it and they know I think the thing is, they know he's going to lose now. And and it doesn't... I mean, maybe if this shit clears up by the summertime, maybe he could win. But I think he's looked so bad that anybody can beat him at this point. And I think they're very worried about it. And I think that they're going to make a lot of rash and stupid decisions. And that's what makes me scared of lockdown. Right. It, it, I don't want to see people getting shot in the street. I don't want to see people getting like arrested yeah. in the streets. And I think those people will go out into the streets. I, I, they're not tameable. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I think I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. It's just where Brett, what do you think about that? Like, about what? I, well, uh, he was asking how, how Ohio's dealing with, coronavirus and i said i i worry most about if we go into a lockdown type scenario 
because um, a lot of these Trump people don't really believe it's a real thing. Yeah, I would say, yeah, I mean, to talking about the right-wing reaction, I'm still seeing a lot of people saying that it's alarmist. I'm seeing um, a lot of posts that are like, you know, nobody I know has corona. Why can't they do this? You know, why can't they have March Madness or whatever? They, they probably do, though. Oh, I'm sure they do. <laughs> yeah, they probably... <laughs> I, I was, you know, uh, I'm trying to keep up with stuff, and it looks like, you know, if you're under certain age you probably won't get sick from it but you know well, you're gonna be spreading it for what on average a week yeah so well i mean you maybe get so, sick uh, i mean it'll so, be miserable like, i mean we like there was people posting in the group about like oh yeah i got swine flu and people got bird flu and sars and stuff it just wasn't the killer version because they were 25 years old and they were stuck in like yeah. Flo florida on spring break or something you know uh so this but it is, I mean, my, my parents are taking it seriously, which I was surprised because there are kind of alternative info people sometimes. Um, <laughs> but the, the worries to me, I mean, I think it's just like the bad behavior. I was talking to Katie about uh, It's a Wonderful Life and how when the bank is going down, uh, the guy is like, <laughs> now I don't have very much to hand out, so please just take the money that you need. And there's one asshole that's like, I want to clear my account. And he's like, but we can't clear everybody's account. We just need you to take enough for groceries for like the next week. And that's what's kind of coming out now is the people that are like hoarding milk and meat and produce and are buying yeah. up all of this stuff. That's going to go bad because they're not going to well, make it all. Well, you me know? and you had this. Yeah. Me and Brett had this conversation. Well, on oh, go ahead. Well, I was just saying that, don't you think it, it seems like people, they're doing that, like the toilet paper, the food and stuff, even if they think, you know, America, best country in the world, whatever, whatever, it seems like they have like no faith that uh, anyone's going to step in and kind of, kind of figure this out. You know, like they're not really doing that in Korea. They're not, they didn't even really do that in China as far as like, as far as I've read, but like, we're like, ah, I don't know if anyone's out here helping us this rugged individualism is uh <laughs> well yeah i mean the the whole fucking the whole american existence is a tight wire act i mean we're doing this whole thing like yeah. fuck man some people are making a lot of money and getting uh big trucks right now and then some of us are losing out i'm doing okay right now but as soon as things change you know it's like there's no you know you, there's you don't know how long they can sustain it you know order yeah well, and I think, like, me and Brett, I don't remember which tour we were on, but on one of the tours, uh, we got into watching Doomsday Preppers. We were watching the TV show Doomsday Preppers. And one of the things that really bothered me about Doomsday Preppers were the fact that they're only prepping and having a bunch of stuff so that they have it. It, it feels like uh, so that they're not doing it for the good of anybody but themselves. They are buying guns and having all these plans about how if somebody comes and gets some of this stuff that I've hoarded, I'm going to kill them. And the, I think it's the same impulse when you are, are stacking toilet paper like that. It's, it's not I'm going to kill you, but it's like if I don't buy this, then somebody else is going to fucking come and buy it. And uh, what if I need it later? Yeah. You know? And I think that that attitude is so gross to me. It's just like, we'll figure this toilet paper thing out. It's so, why is it toilet paper? What is the, do you know, Doc? 
Do you know why it's toilet paper? <laughs> I thought, I thought, what is it? <laughs> I saw someone on Twitter like, I mean, because <laughs> the only thing everyone knows is they're definitely going to be shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. No, yeah, <laughs> I, I guess I, I will give you that, right? What, Gwen? What do you want? What some would, people? What, what do you? Let's ask. Let's go around. We'll ask Doc. We're asking everybody at the table here. We'll even ask Jason. What is the thing that you would want to hoard in case you couldn't ever, in case it looks like you're not going to be able to have it for a while? I'll go first. Ruby red grapefruits in the big jug that are peeled and everything, and, yeah, and they're wonderful. You Brett, do love those. Yeah, Brett? Well, I was going to say with the toilet paper thing real quick is that there's been times in my life the only toilet paper I had was the ones that I stole from the apartment complex like showroom. Like I would go and like <laughs> use the like restroom at the the, you know, the office and steal toilet paper from them. So, you know, I'd have to buy a few rolls. I I was worried, you know, that I wasn't going to be able to get it. Um I'm going to change my real I quick though. I want to change that real quick. Donuts. I would hoard donuts. They now, go bad. We're looking at this in a world where things don't go bad. So you're able to hoard. You just changed the whole thing. I didn't change the whole thing. That doesn't change anything. Apples. I guess they wouldn't go you, bad. You want apples. apples. You would just want to have. I'm trying to think about it. Let me think okay, about it. Okay, you think about it. Brad can answer. I mean, mine is weed. That's the weed. one I'm worried about. That's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> That's, That's true. the one I'm like, fuck. Jason. But the thing you... about it, I'm oh. also not because if I have to go to a circumstance where I can't get it, like I'm just going to lock into uh, killer mode, I guess. Yeah. If yeah. I don't, if I'm not high, I start killing people. That is the kind of the problem. That's kind of the worry. If I'm not medicated with weed, like I'm just going to start fucking murdering anybody. Yeah. Jason, what would you keep? Oreos. <laughs> Oreos. Jason wants treats. If it looks like it's going down and it's he ending, said the cool he wants thing. Oreos. He also has told me before the show, though, that he stocked up on Huel. I have a bunch of Soylent. Human fuel. Huel. It has like 100% of like 20 fucking vitamins, right? I have a decent amount of Soylent, too. Babe. I also have about 20 Not pounds a lot. of... I have 20 pounds of proteins and greens. Stop bragging. Proteins and greens. Yes, yeah, like uh, the powder, mm. protein powder. I have five Soylents actually. Only but five. I have twelve That's what on I'm the saying. way. I've got like sixty scoops. I've got like eighty scoops of fucking protein ready to go. Proteins so, and greens. Gwen, is there something you can't live without if we get locked down? <laughs> like moisturizer, because I'm on Accutane. Okay, come on. Okay, <laughs> okay, that makes sense. My face gets really good. dry, like Aquaphor and Cetaphil. Okay, it's so it's Aquaphor. Well thought out. Mine's donuts. Yeah. I need donuts around what is, the house. I don't know what I've missed. Like, what have I really... Um, Doc, tor what? Tortilla chips? Let's do this. Doc, what's yours? <laughs> tortilla chips? Uh, I think it's got to be dog food, actually, because well, like, I can oh, ground You're going to let your cat starve. No, cat's going to live outside. That's an outdoor cat. Now. Mr. <laughs> nice Guy. Mr. Nice Guy. On the, we got Mr. Nice Guy on the phone. <laughs> I'll feed my dog Wait, before I, I feed myself. I, I was reminded because I... Because I was listening to y'all on earlier shows, I was reminded I had a little homespun, uh, kind of like a little bit of hustling the system advice from the inside for for Gwen and for yourself, Brian. Nice. Let's hear it. Uh, well, so I 
So I work at a clinic, and they exist all over the country. That's called a federally qualified health center. So it um, it gets a bunch of money. Basically, it gets Medicare amounts of money for to take care of uninsured people, uh, and it has to fulfill all these criteria and whatever. And then in that center, there's a there's a pharmacy called a 430B, I think 340B pharmacy, and everything there. And the pharmacy has a bunch of even really kind of fancy medications, but so pills are like five bucks for a month, uh, 10 bucks for three months, but even kind of swank stuff. So like Accutane or like some of the swank, like, like what? my, do you know, know what Accutane is? Partner gets $5? Yeah, yeah, um, it'll be like 17, I think at least at our clinic. Shit. Wow. You know how much that shit is, dude? Yeah. Real expensive. Yeah. yeah. We oh, pay 200 yeah. out of pocket every month. That's just out of pocket. Yeah, yeah. No, my partner uses something similar. And so she even, like, she belongs to, you know, she goes to a farm, she goes to a spot where, you know, it's good care, too. People get, people are a little bit uh, scared because, like, you know, I take care of a lot of undocumented folks, a lot of poor folks. But I don't know. I'm, it's a lot of pretty smart docs. And, and there's just, it's a, it's, if you can find it, I'm sure it exists in Ohio too. Definitely something you could probably avail yourself of. You know what? I'm with Doc. I want to hoard like a whole pallet full of Old Roy dog food because I'll eat that shit too. To be around, I don't give a shit. I'm not. I'm <laughs> yeah, not. Fa- I'm not fucking yeah, fancy yeah, I, at I, I, all. I'm not complaining about nothing <laughs> to eat if it's good enough. To, if it's as long as it's not going to poison me, I'll fucking eat it. You're a sick. Disagree. Person, no. You're a sick, gross human being. You know what? Dog food I would and milk. Die you know before what? I Brett, that. Dog food. You know and what? Brett sent to me yesterday. Remember when we went shopping, Gwen? And we saw that new seltzer water, and they had raspberry coffee flavor. No. Okay, so when we went shopping, <laughs> I saw uh, seltzer water that was raspberry coffee flavor. It was and I was cherry. Like, this is cherry coffee flavor. And I was like, this is the fucking grossest thing yeah, I've ever nasty. heard of in my entire life. Brett fucking sends me a picture of it in messages and said, this is the best uh, seltzer water I've ever had. And I was like, you're just a sick you do a lot dude. of things I question. Yeah, yeah me well, too. Me, me too. The, and me and Gwen, if Katie says, so sometimes we'll all be trying to decide something to cook or eat, and Katie will be like, Brett likes it, and we're like, well, that don't fucking mean nothing to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the cutting edge, and eventually people fall into line with what I'm doing. And the new Coca-Cola fucking bubble waters have, like, the best flavors. The apple ginger is unreal. Sounds like some of my mom would drink. Blueberry pomegranate. That does sound good. Ginger, uh, the I'm sorry, the uh, I'm sorry, citrus green tea, and it has caffeine. It has caffeine in it too. Not all of them, but that one does. Yeah, and the odd thing about keeps you boosted. Here's the oddest thing in the world, and we talked about this in uh, <laughs> Doc. Uh, thanks for calling, buddy. You got anything you want to plug? Uh, just washing your hands and I love that. Bernie. I love doctors. We'll do both Tuesday. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay. Later, guys. Peace. We got a, we got a few people in there. We got six people in there. So we were talking. Me and Gwen were talking about like uh uh, uh or no. I'll t- I want to tell Gwen this and the listeners obviously. When we were driving back from Detroit, we start. We were all talking about like food and stuff, and then we all realized that Brett and Katie should be married, and me and Erica should be married <laughs> because. 
Right, it would be a match. Gross food wise. Yeah, yeah. not yeah. They eat food gross wise. food. I agree with you and Erica. Yeah, me and Erica are like, oh, but Charlotte's Erica like eats. But, but the problem is, Erica's even too restricted for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, she eats like less than I do, less variety than the B man. Uh, I'm going to be mean. I love her to death. I'm going to be mean to her and say, though, after we went to Detroit, we stopped at Taco Bell. And I had, was alone with Katie later on, and, and she was like, so Erica just eats Taco Bell without sauce on it? She was like, what is that about? And I'm like, I don't know. I was like, it drives me crazy. I couldn't imagine you think that the Taco Bell tastes okay without the sauce. The only reason to have it is to put the sauce on top of yeah, it. Yeah, it's like a sauce carrier. Yes. It's, it's really, to see someone eat plain Taco Bell... And like I have to, I just have to live, and I just have to like keep all that inner inside myself while I watch her just take a bite well, out of a soft taco with no sauce. I'm is just there like, a reason? Fucking she just too spicy. She likes it. She yeah. ordered a one at an Indian restaurant. She ordered a one. We had a big fucking meltdown. She ordered a one. Oh yeah, you guys are supposed to share, and she's ordering a one, and you're sitting well, there like, but I want like a four. Here's the thing: we order with children all the time, so we have to get some mediums and milds and ones. But when there's no kids around, it's fucking... You step it up. Yes. You got to go for it. You got to get your nose running. You got to get the full three to four experience. Yeah, you can't go on a fucking date and get a one. No. You know what? If you guys weren't married, right, and you were just dating her, that would be like a humiliating thing, right? Yeah. Like, first... But it's changed. Would you look at her like... When if when you first started dating, if you had sat down and you guys were getting Indian food to share, and she said, "I'll have a one," what would like would, I would you have looked at her different? Yeah, I hold that. I still I hold it against her. <laughs> I, it's unfortunate to say, but you have to hold. Sometimes, it. I mean, hey. but that's the thing is like you love somebody completely with all their faults, even if they order a one at a fucking at Indian restaurant, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, let's get another call. Another in. call. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Oh, hey, am I on? Yeah, that's you. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, I've been a uh, caller for a little bit, or not a caller, a listener for a little bit of a while here. Uh, sorry, I might have been drinking a little bit tonight. Uh, uh, can, can you still hear me? Yeah, you're there. Yeah, you're here. Thanks for calling in. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, yeah, so this is... Uh, this is uh, Nicole from here in the in the Cardington area, down you know around Ohio, well up north of Columbus actually. Uh, Cardington so, area, I don't here. know that. What's Cardington? Oh, it's um. Let's see. Let, let me think of like a bigger town around here that you might have. Uh, it's it's not it's not like really close to Mansfield, but it's not super far either. Man, you all have a different life outside the outer belt of Columbus. <laughs> you have yeah, like all so. kinds yeah, you have yeah. a whole thing going outside of there we don't even know about right exactly <laughs> <laughs> well thanks yeah, for calling um, in yeah yeah it's, uh, i've been i've been meaning to call in for for a little bit here actually it's just been hard to uh you know get my sundays cleared you know yeah i see I yeah see. I, uh, I thought see. i'd uh yeah yeah i thought i'd uh regale you with a salacious tale involving a certain ex-congressman who lives in this same area that I do. Ooh. Whoa, what's his name? Oh, you're not uh, Wes me. Goodman. Wes Goodman. I bet he's a bad one now. <laughs> Good one. Thanks, he, sweetie. He, uh, 
he was he he resigned in 2017 uh, after it came out that he was having multiple homosexual extramarital affairs. All right, Hachi Machi. Yeah, that'll be the talk of the town. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> was he a Republican? So, so yeah, this guy. Yes, yes, he's a Republican. Yeah. So I can't, so, uh, I can't so, yeah, comment on was... that. What? What? <laughs> no, I don't want to say anything like that. But what was his voting record like when it comes to LGBTQ rights? Uh, I haven't, I haven't looked into that. It has to be uh, bad. His, he was. I would assume so. I would. It's just typical. I, stereotypes lead me to assume. <laughs> That's yeah. This is such a typical yeah, stereotypes thing. Definitely I, lead me to assume. I don't even know who this person is, and that it's like it's it's funny that it's not even like a salacious thing. It's not even that much of a newsworthy thing to the point where oh I yeah no that this is. Yeah no that's that's not the salacious part. <laughs> Because, yeah, he lives uh, here in this uh, same area of Ohio as I do. He lives in the, like, right down the road from me, actually, right? Uh, so there's this, uh, this local winery that is uh, in this same town, in, in both of our areas. It's, it's actually a really good one, and I hear that they have a, a Columbus branch. It's a Bunker's Mill Winery, so, like, check it out if you get a chance. But they got some pretty good wine there. Okay. Um, but, uh, so, uh, a couple of months ago, like, back in, I think it was in October, I want to say, uh, they were having an event at the winery where uh, uh, somebody who uh, there was a local glass blower who was coming to like um, make uh, glass Christmas ornaments uh, out on the patio at the winery and like you could come and buy some and whatnot. I ended up uh, meeting his wife. Uh, she and I have become friends since then. But uh, but yeah, we, I was out at this event watching the the glass blowing being done, and I meet uh, I meet Wes at this event, right? And uh, and end up like, you know, by this point in the night, like I've already met a few people and I've been drinking for a while. So I'm just like fucking giving out my phone number to everybody. Just like, oh, yeah, you know, we can hang out sometime. Keep in touch, whatever. Right. Uh, at this point, I don't know who this guy is. I don't know that he's an ex-congressman or anything like that. OK. Uh, so 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 he starts texting me uh, is like way more like like on it, like way more like on fucking trying to keep in touch and trying to hang out and shit than. Yeah. Anybody else that I met that night, right? Well, yeah. The people that uh, I like the most, I probably take a good six hours to reply to any text that they send to me. Like, I, I do not give same. a shit to reply to anybody's it. text. He's very bad at replying to texts. I fucking He's hate texts. I ignore them. Yeah. I answer right away. Yeah, so, I'm a very so yeah, this... firm believer in that. Yeah, no, like most of most of the people that I meet this night are like, you know, friendly, but not overbearingly so. But this guy is like really trying to get in my messages and really trying to like fucking get something set up. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And starts moving things in like in like flirtatious directions. And, and for context, uh, I'm still mostly like pretty like I, uh, I, you know, I'm 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 trans and I'm like in the process of transitioning. But in my day to day life, I'm still mostly very masculine presenting. Right. Sure. Um, this this guy doesn't this guy doesn't know that I'm going by Nicole. He he knows me by it by a dude's name. But yeah, so, uh, so yeah, he's trying to as somebody yeah. somebody that would be of of his interest. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like yeah, I was yeah, because because at this point, like uh, when I met him, like my my method of attire was like feminine, but not so much that a, that a gay dude couldn't get away with it. <laughs> sure, sure. So. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, he's immediately trying to get in there. Things are moving in like flirtatious directions. 
he asks me if I like am seeing anyone, and I mentioned that yes, I am. I have a I have a boyfriend who uh, lives in Britain, uh, which is true. Uh, and things don't stop moving in flirtatious directions. He's, Jeez, he's still yeah. he's still really fucking trying. Still yeah. really fucking trying. So, God, well, can so, I just so say, I mean, like, to... the heart wants what oh, it go wants. Ahead, go ahead. The heart wants what it wants, and, like, some, <laughs> some guy in, in uh, fucking Britain ain't gonna stop me from getting to you here in Ohio. So, <laughs> the, the other funny thing, the, I mean, the thing about it is, is, like, dudes like that just... You, yeah, I mean, they're proud. I mean, they're predators. Right. And also, uh, yeah, also yeah. like, if you're, if you're a politician that made it to an elect a house seat then you are a person who will go as far as they you will do what it takes to get what you you're, want you're you understand just, what I'm saying? you see it right it, it's the same way as like closing yeah. a sale you just see it as like uh someone that just is like you you see it as a uh a negative response that you have to work around you know to get the to close this deal you know it's uh i can't yeah, exactly the word i'm looking for but sorry go ahead yeah, no. Uh, also, for, for further context, uh, I just turned 23 last month. Uh, this guy's 35. Yeah. So, so that's yeah. a thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Pre predator shit. Predatory behavior. Rolling up on somebody 10 years younger than you, talking like that is completely, un is completely unacceptable. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Fast forward. Uh, like I said, I met him in, I think, October. Fast forward to December 12th, uh, we've got like a Christmas in Cardington event where like, you know, the local areas or local stores and shit like do uh, raffles and whatnot and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and uh, I'm hanging out at the winery again because because uh, my my friend who I met at the glass blowing, the, the glass blower's, blower's wife, uh, Holly, she's she's there and I'm hanging out with her and whatnot. Uh, and like a bit later into the night, uh, Wes also shows up to that event because fucking everybody's at that event, you know, it's. It's 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 the the whole Christmas event thing. Uh, so I'm like at this point I'm still like not trying to be super like I'm not trying to like be harsh to to this West guy. And also uh, the this December twelfth night is the night that I find out that he's an ex congressman. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, up until this point, yeah. Uh, so up until this point, he's just like a guy I know who's just coming on too strong. Uh, so I'm not trying to be like super harsh on him. I've, I've been like responding to his stuff, but like when he tries to get flirtier, I kind of respond oh, to something. I think I heard a, like some kind of alert kind of sound. Brian's stupid fucking phone was set for yeah, something. Yeah, my oh, phone okay. timer went off. I meant <laughs> okay. to turn it off. Wes Goodman is uh, yeah, uh, just, that's no problem. one day younger than me. We're like one day apart as far as yeah. birthdays go. And how old wow. are you again? Yeah. 36. He, so this 20, person's 36, and the other guy's 35. 23. Tw no, who's 36? Yeah, I'm... I'm 23, right? Yeah. Is that... Wes Goodman yeah. is a 36-year-old. That's not like a wild... I, I guess 23 is a little young. Yeah. I will say that, like, 23 is... A, is I could take a, a teenager decade. to me. A I decade. told my daughter that I call everybody under 30 kids still. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, look at this kid over I'm just, here. <laughs> here's what I'm going to say is oh, just man. the 
part of being 20 years old that you've continued to text with this person is why these people succeed. They're playing the numbers. They know that yeah. they can beat down the doors of enough 23 year olds. They're just going to succumb to their power or influence or just go along with what they say, because they're Absolutely. like, you, you should have already not been talking to this fucking person. But you know, right. I mean, I, that's, yeah. that's, that's experience. That's the thing. I only know that because I was young yeah, yeah. once. So it's it's hard to say, it, you right, know, it's yeah. like, it's hard to conceptualize. Yeah, yeah, up up to this up to this point in the story, up to December 12th, like I, you know, I've responded but like when I, you know, and I've tried to like meet like a like a bare me measure of friendliness because I know that this guy is like, you know, he's like a known quantity in this community, like people are aware of him, so I don't want to be like super rude to him or whatever. Um, but but I do like, you know, when he starts trying to like move things in flirtier directions, I like get a bit colder, you know, I'm trying sure. to be kind of subtle here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, 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 so I end up like hanging out with him and a few other people uh, at the winery on the 12th. Uh, and man, this guy, this guy is buying me quite a bit of wine here. Hmm, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, now, now, now he's. Now he's uh, now he's he's texting me while also carrying on a, a verbal conversation with other people at the table. Damn. Uh, oh, hey, he he wants to he wants to head back to my place and watch a movie. Well, I tell him that well, my my living room's in in an awful state. Like it's you know it's not we're you know it's not okay to see, which was true at the time. My living room was fucking awful at the time. Sure. Uh, and he says, oh well, he he texts back, uh, oh I'm sure your bedroom's fine. Uh, at which point I just like stop replying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, man, that is really <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, do you, you know the truth though? I mean, there's uh, just I want to say one thing. Like, dudes in this country, right? Like, white dudes in America do not <laughs> understand relationships at all until way too late. Like, I. I, I I would even venture to say say that there is a fucking good portion of white dudes that will never have a meaningful relationship with anybody in their entire life because they don't understand how it, it was. It's like this is a. I I just I think in my mind I think about them and I'm just like this is a person who like. Uh, thinks they just like can have whatever they want and they think that like uh uh i guess like i think that like it's a combination of words that are gonna work to have somebody right. sleep with them and i think they do that with their friends too like i think they treat their friends in that way too where it's like kind of like what 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 can i get for me out of this thing and that's why old white right. men die alone a lot. <laughs> so, and, 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 and also, when did you when did you say he came out? How many years ago did he come out? He got caught in 2017. Uh, 2017. Yeah, 2017. He, got in he didn't come so out. He got fucking thing. caught. That's the other thing. I mean, I wonder if he just like totally doesn't understand the culture that he's in. As a when was this happening? last year oh this was um this past uh yeah yeah this past october and he's, he's just a dl he's just a guy that believes in dl he's just on the dl like he like he's going to probably uh refute anything said publicly and he's just on the dl i mean that's how those guys kind of justify that shit 
What I would say, here's what I would say though, as a young person and even to Gwen, just to hear this as well. If somebody older than you steps into the realm of sexual stuff, that's what they're there for. There, I, I talk to 23-year-olds yeah. myself, and I make sure not to go into that, even to make a joke or to make any sort of connection at all. Dude. You need to keep it out of there. And if I was interested in you as a friend or as a person, I wouldn't bring up any of like mm-hmm. the shape of your body or like your bedroom or... Once people go down down that realm, they're really just thinking you as like a conquest or something. They can, yep. they can. Th- that's all they want out of this. They aren't like a genuine person in any sort of regard. That's yeah. That's totally yeah. True. I mean, I meet so many people and talk to so many people now, and like, I don't ever bring up sex or body or what you look like ever. Because, like, I think that that, I mean, you know, if somebody looks good, I'll be like, oh, you look good today. You know what I mean? Compliments are different. Yeah, I'll do something like that. But, like, the stuff like. What that mouth do is not appropriate. What that, yeah. I think that happens at school. What, it happens. Like, upperclassmen to freshmen. They'll say what that mouth do? No. uh, they'll They'll, like, flirt with them, but, like, not want anything more. Yeah, they like, don't so want to be. So then the freshman thinks it's a relationship, and they'll be like, "No," but then they'll say things that say otherwise. Sure. Older people think they can mind control people too. That's another weird thing about older. <laughs> like when you're when I the fact that I'm older than you, Gwen, makes me feel like I can program you to do anything. Yeah, I want. Yeah, you know what I mean. We get it's this. just I'm a psychopath, of course. A psychopath. Oh I'm a psychopath. God. Of course, but I could like convince you of crazy things probably just by telling you them with authority. So when a senior goes to a freshman, you freshman freaks, you're all freaks. You're, you're, you're worried about everything. My daughter will only wear white shoes. With no other colors I like on them. They look she's fresh. Nervous. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Because she's nervous <laughs> that somebody would look at her shoes. I have pink and red shoes. That's true. There is pink I and have red these on shoes. her shoes. These are blue. Okay. Those fine. White. Okay. But I, look at that. But what, I was, what I'm saying is that is the same thing that happened with you with this Congress guy. Is He's older. And he thought he was controlling mm-hmm. you as a person yeah like, he thought he could get you to yeah. do anything the, he wants. it's the lamest stuff too i think yeah. what's upsetting is that there's probably a bunch of other people that fell for that obviously he got caught doing this but but like they don't have they never had like the ability to break free or like not give in or not succumb to what he was saying but putting out I'm sure it has to be some pretty boneheaded lines that are. I mean, saying "I bet your bedroom is okay" is just That's like, terrible. dude, come on. I what never tried. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You're seducing with that kind of shit. That is the type of thing, and and yeah. in the 1950s, uh, yeah, I would say to his wife, I like to have a crack horny. at the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's 1950s. <laughs> That's 1950s sex talk between a husband and wife. Yeah. That is exactly what that is. Yeah, I mean, he looks like a good-looking guy. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure that... Huh? Right. Yeah, I'm sure that, um, I'm sure that, like, a lot of people... Because, be, like, on that night, the... On that night, um, that last night that I talked to him, because, you know, I haven't spoken to him since, uh, 
Like I did drink like a lot. Like he did succeed in getting me drunk that night. He just yeah. didn't succeed in getting it in because I had my fucking, you know, my, my defenses up. And I'm sure that like somebody who was in a different position where they, they didn't, you know, have like, you know, already know what kind of what this guy was going for, or if they like weren't already in a mm. relationship and therefore had shields up, I'm sure that would have worked on somebody who was, who was in a different situation. Dude, I've know? done that. Dude, that is, I mean, it's a, it's rare. It's very, I've been in that position before too, where someone is like trying to drink, get me drunk to like be a part of their plan. I've seen and it in the back before. of my mind. I'm just like, no, I'm going to ride this out. I'm just going to have a great time. And then you're going to fail. <laughs> like you're, you're going to crash. And yeah, burn yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've seen people try to get Brett drunk to like do stuff at live shows and shit. When we go, if I go out and party afterwards, I, there's been times where we've been hanging out and it's like this motherfucker, not Brett, this, this person's like trying to take, take advantage of feed shots and shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Feed shots. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, Brett, I don't think there's an amount of drunk where Brett doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. He's I like a again. wasted, he's like a dude <laughs> that has this like extremely powerful inner conscience that drugs and alcohol can't break. Right, right. You know what I mean? You're self-conscious mm -hmm. even when yeah. you're in a situation when you're supposed to be not. When you're shit-faced drunk, you still have, you're still yeah. a tiny bit I'm hanging on. My yeah. fingers are like on the edge <laughs> and I'm like, my normal self is like yelling out from the gutter like a little bit of sanity. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> well, thanks for calling. Yeah. That was really fun. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. You got a Twitter or anything? Oh, yeah, yeah. My Twitter is at uh, Flattened E. Um, the name of that is because uh, I, run a, I run a blog, a weekly blog called Flattened Ears, uh, which is just like, because uh, my avatar is like a, like a cat character. So, so you know, Flattened Ears, because I bitch punch on the blog and cast Flattened when they get uh, angry. Yes. Uh, I, I, you know, trying, trying, trying too hard for the joke, but, you know. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the, which that's linked through my Twitter. Uh, I also Twitch stream on Sundays, which is also linked through my Twitter. So yeah, it's just at flattened E. I mean, you know what? Thank uh, you for calling flattened earth probably could get you a little bit more <laughs> views than that ear thing. Just advice. Just Pro probably. Yeah. <laughs> social media advice, but thanks for calling in. That was a great call. Yeah. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. God, yeah, Kate, Kate big, she's little Kate. Little K. I call Erica Big Charlotte. That's why I can call her G-Dog, because it's like a name that I won't forget. Yeah. It's fun. I also call her G-Wen a lot. Mm -hmm. What's up, G-Wen? You call me Gweb earlier. Gweb. Yeah, Gweb I'll good. also say Gweb sometimes, or, or Gween. Uh, oh. uh, so, the senior... I, I want to get a little bit into this, just for two seconds before we take another call. The seniors are like perverts, would you say? No, I'm More juniors. Jay, so that makes so much sense, dude. The seniors are done. The seniors are t not checked out. It. They they're go. For, out. The seniors have matured, and now they're only going for seniors. Mm -hmm. And they probably then already breaking are up together. at the end of the year for their college sweeties. Yeah, that's Tired. good. Well, they're probably is, is are dramatic. most of the seniors paired off at this point? Yeah, but no. one of the I'm thinking mm -hmm. of a main senior, and then they're with a they're with a like junior. That's like, fine. Mm, but, like, they're going to go to college next year, and, like, I feel like it's kind of, like, weird to date. I do. I, I agree. I like, think the if college, college person just, like, is like, yeah, I'm dating someone. They're still in high school. Yeah. I, yeah. That doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't last. 
It's um, it's they hard. Cheat on each other a lot. What's well, weird too? It's just a little weird. If I was in co- when I was nineteen, I was not dating anybody saw, that was still in high school at all. Well, I was I, dating my wife, but I I think they wouldn't have even been out of. Like, dude, I don't think there would have even been an outside chance that if I was dating somebody and school started and I didn't have to go to school and she did, I don't think that would work out for me. Yeah. I remember, I mean, I remember uh, that I dated this girl and her younger brother was with their high school sweetheart and like from 19 to 20 they fought like crazy and sometimes it got so wild that i had to like intervene and stuff and i was just like i i sent him aside and was like please you do not need to be with this person there's no reason to have them around somebody that makes you this fucking angry should not be like a part of your life and they broke up eventually but that's the problem of being like an old person and watching young people is you can't really you have to do it yourself i i had to do it myself i had to make all my own mistakes so that's one way you're going to learn. Our grade doesn't do that. But you, I do have to say, I'm a little bit of a grandpa on my ways, is what I did figure out, like, how older people were found serenity and kind of moved towards that as quickly as possible before I got stuck in all, like, the interpersonal drama of being young and, you know, a party animal. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's good not to just get in, a like, a really big, important thing. You know, girls and boys in my grade don't speak. Yeah, so there's nothing to really worry weird, about though. right now. You guys are very weird, though. Yeah, so it's so, it's, it's going to come on soon. You're still going to know each other. But, no, they've um, known no, each other. There's too few for, of that's them. True. That's true. I don't. Like I don't think me and, of us. Me, the thing me and you don't have, Brett, that she has is like we went to very enormous schools. Like you have to take the size of like one of your class. Like, how many freshmen are there? Well, we're probably nearing 80 now. We were 80, 75. 80, oh, God. We yeah, could be getting so to 90, though. Okay, that does make me, that makes sense. We were 500, I think, or yeah. 600. It's getting bigger now, though. Like, in the elementary school, there's way more kids now. Yeah. It doesn't matter. We got 600. to 100, yeah, 600. and that was an achievement. You're not 600 gonna- means that, like... I go to Facebook groups for our like reunion and people post and I'm like, you graduated with me? Are you serious? Like, I don't know who That'd you are. That'd be good are. to have options. You got to stay close to, you can't, you can't do anything in that, my grade. See, you gotta stay I think close. you're better off. You're smart. Because a lot of people in the suburbs like think that they found their soulmate, that they grew up like four blocks down the road from them. That's horrible. You are, are being pushed into finding somebody that you actually like instead of somebody that just went to the same fucking school as you. Right? I mean, it's tough, but is, is easy pickings seems nice yeah. when there's like a whole bunch of fucking idiots that you can just make your boyfriend. There's like just a bunch of idiot boyfriends. <laughs> I was boyfriends. more friends, though, to be honest with you. Oh, sorry. Like a, so. lot of, like a lot of girls like don't get along but have yeah. to. So then it gets like drama that makes sense that is a small group 80 is an extremely small group yeah yeah you never i never think about when she starts talking about school i think about the fact that her idea of what school is is so different for like everything about what they do is different you know don't like it let's get this next call in all right uh thanks for calling street fight who are we talking to tonight Hey, is that me? 
Yep, this is you. What's Only up? you would know. Every hey, time. what's going on? This is uh, Bobby. Uh, I called in a couple weeks ago. I was like the Filipino dude talking about Filipino stuff. Okay. Oh, yeah, Filipino guy. We remember you. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. That, well, I was, no um, thank you for calling in. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I had a, I had like a funny work thing from this past week um, that I wanted to talk about. So, um, like, I, I'm an EMT, so we're still working, obviously. Oof. Yeah, um, probably a lot more. <laughs> and, uh, Are you busy? Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, it depends. It depends on the kind of thing. I mean, there's definitely like an uptick in people who think that they're sick. So then we take precautions and yeah. isolation precautions. But I did notice that there's been fewer car accidents, which is pretty dope because I hate those. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people oh, die from car accidents. Bad, huh? More than coronavirus. What's got to be bad? I mean, an EMT going to a car accident is probably like. Well, yeah. I can't think of something worse than that. Do you it's, just realize what yeah. EMTs do? Yeah. I don't think about that kind of shit, dude. <laughs> I don't think about any kind. He yeah. did, I'm we're saying that he just said, I'm an EMT. I'm glad there are less car accidents because I hate those. Yeah. And I just, it came into my mind, like, that probably is the per worst <laughs> part of the job. I did. When I worked at the donut shop in Dallas, this was St. Patrick's Day, like, five or six years ago. I stopped at a car crash that happened in the middle of the night, and the fucking guy died. And it was a really shitty fucking circumstance to roll upon. Why'd you stop? Because I saw the crash happen. Like, there was a crash that happened in front of me, so I was, like, wanted to help. Oh yeah. Oh, good on your part. Yeah, I mm. I don't know. I I don't yeah. know. That's my instinct that is to stop and help. Honestly, I probably did the same. But there thing, was this car that was like no, buried in not. the fucking water. What? Yeah, it was a yeah. It I was don't a, think you would. What do you mean? You I think, think you would I keep would. driving. Oh, okay. I think it would freak you out. What about if there's a giant object in the middle of the road? Do I'm you, disagreeing. Do you pull over and pull it out of the road? He yeah, doesn't. I would do that. I'm a good guy like that. But do you do it? Who was I wish there was I like mean, a ladder in the middle of the road? Happened. I was with someone there was a ladder in the middle of the road and they just drove. They were like, that, that's got to be bad. Whoever hits that is going to have a rough day. No, it wouldn't have been me then because I would I would clean it up. I probably even actually put it in the back of the car and take it right to the to the recycling facility or the dump, whichever one is more appropriate. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I'm just like a kind of guy that I see theoretically. something wrong with the world. Well, I mean, yeah, not theoretically. <laughs> I'm saying that I would do it. Not that I have, but if it, if, if I saw it, I'm stopped. I've never stopped at a car accident in my entire That's life. That's what I said. Yeah, I wouldn't have done it. It's just, I don't know why. I don't, I, there's this guy that got like a, a attaboy at, in, at the cable company when I worked there, which, you know, attaboys are pretty good when it's come, coming for, ra when you get a raise or a reward. And a lot of time in attaboy, they would make a big fucking deal about it. And you might even actually get a raise, you know? Uh -huh. And he got an attaboy because he was driving down the road in Worthington and there was a person walking. And they fainted. And he saw him fall down. There were other people on the street. Saw this person fall down. He got out of his car and he helped. And he called 911 and all that stuff to save the person. And I just remember thinking like, 
I would have never seen that per- person faint. And it's just not even like, I can't even imagine myself getting in that situation. Sure. And it also reminds me of when the car was on fire downtown. That story just reminded me of, there was a car on fire downtown and I walked by it the first time. It was a small fire. I came back around and I was walking back around and the fire had grown. But, but... Here's the part where I was a good guy. There was this weird guy that kept yelling, there's a fire, there's a fire up there. And he was waiting at the bus stop. So he jumped in the bus and he rode the bus one stop. And then he got out and he started running towards the car. And me and another guy had to go grab him so he didn't go towards the car. So we could say, hey, buddy, you know, the people in the car are, the people got out of the car. They're safe. Because he was like, if people... This fire had been going on, like I said, for like 45 minutes before anybody even noticed it was going on. And then this guy goes to run to the fire. And I was like, no, nah, we can't let this guy do this. So we did hold him back. So I did save Good a job. guy's life. You saved an idiot from... I saved an idiot's life because he was trying to... We gotta save wrong. these people in this car and he's <laughs> on fire for 45 minutes. Dude, the weirdest detail of that story, again, is that he got on the bus One and stop. took it to the next stop and then got out of it like so that he didn't have to run from the original place to get to where the car was on fire yeah and it's just like why why but you know we talked about it at the time it was just a guy that wanted to be viral on tiktok saving somebody out of a burning car but uh yeah car accidents Eat. probably so you're not getting extra calls like our motherfuckers <laughs> calling you and saying they got a sore throat and asking you to come out I mean, like, like here and there, it's like onesies and twosies. Uh, I know that, like, I probably can't speak for the whole thing because, like, I hate it when, like, when, like, medical people or, like, people who do any kind of job, like, because of their limited experience, pretend to be, like, the expert on everything. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, oh, this is, this is what's happening system-wide. It's like, dude, you don't know anything. Yeah, like, true. I hate it when people do that, so... I can't really speak for how the whole system is working. Well, that's why that's why I do the call in. I mean, the call in is really designed to just get everybody's individual experience with the thing. Yeah, to get yours, what your time has been like. That's what I. I mean, that's the kind of stuff I'm curious about. Like, what does your day look like? I mean, like I work. So, like, I worked uh, Monday and Wednesday this week, and I had vacation time because I was supposed to, um, like, say hi to my dad for his birthday this weekend. So just in those two days, I had maybe like, you know, both of those were like 12 hour days at night. So between those two days, I only had one person who said that their complaint was, you know, possible, like, you know, shortness of breath and that kind of thing. But the other ones were like normal kinds of calls that we get, you know, a drunk person, um, you know, person fell, got hurt. But I mean, at least from what, what drunk I person thought, like there fell were other people in I mean, regardless yeah, of what's going fly. on, if there's like the end of the world, a drunk person is going to fall and get hurt. That's true. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? But, uh, the thing is, like, oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, you go ahead. I'll ask you oh, at no, the I, end. I was just going to say, like, uh, so Monday when I walked in, I was walking in, like, clocking in, and we were like uh, disinfecting the ambulance, you know, getting our our, our stuff squared away, and uh, this one supervisor who. Uh, he, he, he's, he's annoying because he used to be in the army and he knows that I used to be in the army. So oh, like no. he assumes oh, like no. I'm a patriot, like, like, like a dumbass. So he thinks I'm patriotic too. 
thing. But he thinks he swallowed he tried the to give pill. Like this, yeah, like he tried to give this cool guy like patent speech to everyone to get him pumped up. And uh, so then he's standing out there and he has his hand on his belt buckle and he was like, gentlemen, you are making history today. You are the front lines in a global pandemic. And blah, blah, blah. And he started going off. I'm like, fuck you, man. Stop. That's fun. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so you you know what you could have asked them to like take the tone down a little bit though? Hey, you think we could get bonuses? Yeah. Like a hazard bonus or something? Yeah. Some kind of hazard pay? There's a pandemic going on, you know? Maybe a little extra moolah for the Paquito? Yeah. <laughs> I've, been, I've been hearing about some people trying to get that, but right now it's like like being for real like even though like normally like people at work are kind of salty and like i'm kind of salty too all the time like there is like a bit more of like i guess a sense that we're doing something really important right now which sounds kind of corny agreed no no it's not but i i think for folks for folks like it does kind of it feels like it matters a bit more because you know for a while when you do this job for so long you just get sick of it yeah my my sister's a nurse and she tells me it's like hilarious Uh when she vents like we get together and she'll just vent all night about the crazy, like, very cruel opinions that she has about these sick and sick people that come to her. You know, it's just like, or the callous way that she thinks about things. It's it happens. It builds up. Um, but it, it's like yeah. what I was with the mutual aid stuff I was talking about earlier tonight. Um, the when the level of serious and rat- seriousness ratchets up, like everybody, you know, ri- raises to the occasion. Like people are now like fuck i i really got into this like you know you're you're really being tested in a way that like when you wanted to be on the front lines of helping people in crisis now you're you're like actually heeding that call and finding what your muster is you know like what you're actually made of um and i and i yeah, think yeah. and 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 you're a lot we're a billion times stronger than even when we get ourselves credits for like there's so much inside uh-huh. of us to to overcome something like this and to band together and to have the extra fuel tank and all of the extra energy to make it happen. So, um, you know, I can absolutely understand what you're saying with with this being this elevating the level of energy you have towards your job. You know. Yeah, I would say the one thing that's changed though is like, so I got like two roommates and stuff, so I've been like kind of careful about stuff. Um, around the house with them. So they've kind of like, like, you know, I've gotten more in the habit of like disinfecting my truck that I drive home. And when I walk in the door, like my routine now is like, you know, take off my boots, set them aside so that I can like disinfect them. And then just like, since I get home usually late at night, like two or three in the morning and no one's awake, I just like drop trowel right there. Nice. And take off the rest of my clothes. Hey. And like put them in a plastic bag for later. I'm telling that's called rising to the occasion. If you were to come out and to see your EMT roommate completely stark naked, that is for your benefit. You have to rise to the occasion and never <laughs> speak of that. You can never use that against them. <laughs> you can never call him LD after that. Yep, yeah. Oh, I can't talk about this with the with Gwen here. You gotta remind me on Wednesday that there's something I want to talk about. All right, yeah. dirty story Wednesday. Dirty, yeah, we're gonna have a dirty story on Wednesday. <laughs> I promise. I know that's a tease coming from me. So the question I wanted to ask you, uh I don't think it happens every day, but is there 
Do you get a cool number of teenagers that got too high and called the ambulance? Because <laughs> that would be sort of my That's favorite thing. That's opening up to all demographics. Okay, okay. Like, you, so, you... so I would say there's a... I would say, like, maybe towards the weekend. So we have, like... I, I can't really say exactly where I work, but we work, like, in a city that has, like, a fair number of, like, universities and, like, okay. the kinds that attract, like, like nerdy goody two shoes type people oh, who are okay. like getting high for the first time. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of like 18, 19 year olds who like never smoked in high school, didn't yes. really drink a lot. And all and of a like, sudden they can know, hear their heartbeat. Them up. Yeah. They're like, they're like flipping out, like, and just being like, well, uh, you know, just trying to make them feel better. Like, all right, cool, man. That's, that's all right. You know, just really like, there's no real, the nice thing about those though, is that, it's not that stressful since like, you know, having done a lot of drugs and like knowing people that did a lot of drugs. Yeah. It's like, okay, this dude's fine. So like, you just have to have like be a good conversationalist and just hang out for like a couple minutes on your way to the hospital. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. But, but we were wondering what the, uh, how common is it? Like, is it a relatively common thing? I would say like, especially on like, uh, like either late at night or on the weekends, like starting Thursday night around like eight o'clock <laughs> is when we start getting those. And then it kind of continues throughout the weekend. That's so got, you, you I have more say, than one a weekend. Well, yeah, it's, it's like a, it's a big city ish area. So yeah. you so have not your, like a quiet jurisdiction. Yeah. So yeah, you're regularly dealing with that. Yeah. Is it, fu- that's got, I mean, yeah. I, I feel like, don't you feel like maybe, they should send guys like me and Brett to handle that. <laughs> yeah, no. That's, Instead of wasting your time, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, I'm like, like, I would like that job, too, because I think it would be fun. But I remember last time I called in, um, I think Brian was like, yo, I would be good at that job, just escalating drunk people all night. I was like, you know what? He probably would be really good at that. Let's yeah, it would from- be funny if you called in and you were like, I think I'm going to die. I can hear my heart beating. And then they just called us and said, and we we're like, hey, man, you partying tonight? What's going on? Yeah. Let's shake shit up. <laughs> let's, let's fucking throw these curtains open. Let's, like, mess up this atmosphere because, like, things are going downhill for you, and I want shit <laughs> to go better. Things are going downhill Let's for have you. a good time tonight. <laughs> I, I mean, like, do you get acid ones, too? I mean, I think the reason I'm asking you this, and I think it's wild to me, is that weed and acid are not going to kill you. You know what I mean? But they make you can feel that. So they make some people feel that way. I know. My Jason can attest to that. One day, maybe Jason will tell his story about when he had to dial 9-1 because he didn't listen to me and Brett. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that that that's good to know. I mean... I had to call the fire department for my sister once, so maybe I'm not the best. Yeah, at this you did. I mean, dude, this went on for three hours. You know, three hours. There should be a there should be a separate police force. Well, um, or we should just be like a gig economy. Like we'll just pay. I'll take fifty dollars to take the call. I guess, right? You just fucking fifty dollars. <laughs> That if you did drugs and you're getting a little bit of fucking nervous, you hit I'll the come button to your house. on the thing. I'll just change. 
Yeah, I'll consult. I was like, man, you got to get more bright light in here. You got to get a fun movie on. Let's get some good music playing. Stop laying on the ground and just focusing on this stupid sound that you hear. Or the whatever issue, it is. <laughs> the yeah. issue is, you would need them for every city, and that's where I think the problem. There's enough of us. There's so many burnouts that are ready to to teach people how to get to the burnout. Uh, we'd need a screen it couldn't be a gig app because there would need to be a good screening process and they don't screen burnout those it's called burnout it's when called you're in burnout. when you're about to call the police and you're on drugs it's called burnout you've burned out and yeah. you've gone too far and you need the help of another like lawbreaker to get you through it but you need to help you write it out that it takes a skill to to spin you out of that it is not some highly trained professional yeah because that's what i'm saying because if like fucking we somebody like my wife went it would be a disaster don't throw your wife on the bus i'm not trying to throw her under the bus but it would actually be a she's good to me as a person right but she will bring up all of the negative impacts of something that you're doing like she and like when you're high you're just like, yeah, that she'll be like, but that's not going to happen to you. But it's like people do have heart attacks sometime. I mean, that's just the way it is. You're going to die someday. We all do. Well, die. <laughs> well all yeah, that, that's the thing with like, um, I, I think like generally, like when I compare myself to some other folks who work where I work, I think that me and like some of my good friends were a bit more chill about that kind of thing. Just because like we've had experience with like doing drugs and like being around friends who are high all the time you know, mixed with medical training, but then there's like, there's some like people who are like really young yeah. and like, to be honest, like kind of dorky and like never been around people who are high and they like overreact about it's, everything. So it's not even it's young. Like, it's, it's also just, like not useful. I mean, Brian, I mean, I, 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 Brian sometimes thinks that everybody is like experimented with things and like there, you have to understand that a lot of people uh, are squares. There's people that do not take risks and that do not do fun things ever. Like they just really do go to work and come home and watch like TV shows on fucking reruns. You well, know? you're totally right that like I do have a thing in my mind where I think once somebody, uh, let's say 25 years old, when I meet somebody that's 25, I assume they've done weed and a psychedelic and probably cocaine. Like, those are the three things that I assume everybody over 25 has had. And I it's guess, like, when I, yeah, that's what I'm it's saying. Good. I guess when I think about that, true. when I think about that, it probably isn't totally true because I've said the word cocaine to people and they fucking wanted to hide under a table. You know what I mean? Like, it, just talking about doing. It's just like, yeah, you know, uh, when we're out in New York, there's a bunch of coke. You know what I mean? And and like people will just be like, oh my god, there's coke there. You side, you stay away from that, right? Don't you? And I'm like, yeah, I do actually, but not for any. That, like that's one of those things. I don't do it. I don't do coke really, and I don't do any. Uh, I don't do coke at all. But I don't. But I don't have a fucking. Here's the thing. I don't do coke at all, but I don't have a problem with coke. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks, caller, Sorry. for calling in. You need in. to justify it. It's okay. Thanks, yeah. caller, for oh, calling yeah, thanks, in. Guys. I'm a weird dude. I'm having a weird <laughs> fucking brain tonight. Yeah, I'm high as shit. I couldn't really tell. I'm high. I'm very high. Well, thanks for calling in. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to get in there? Me? No. Uh, our yeah. EMT. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess follow me on Twitter at Smooth Poser, and a happy birthday to my dad. He's great. Oh, happy birthday! Smooth yeah, poser. good dads. Yeah. They exist. It's hard to believe, but good dads are out there. Smooth Poser too Who's is he a great voting for? Who's hey, your dad voting for? Dad. So he's like, to be honest, he's kind of like a nihilist, and I'm trying to get him to vote for Bernie. He's very <laughs> much like a like it's all it's all, he's very much like a it's all over kind of person. Okay, like, so like there's no dad. point kind of thing, but. So yeah. here's the ultimate test of how smooth of a poser you are. How is that poser spelled? Oh, it's spelled P O S E R regularly. It's not that kind. It's uh, no, oh, you! It. It's P O S E U R. I spell it P O S E R. Yeah, yeah. Only the finest of only the finest know that it's with a U. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. No, but my my thing is from a, it's from Adventure Time with a it's something that Lumpy Space Princess said. I think the listeners will know. Oh. Well, I'm talking about motherfucking 90s. The cool times. But thanks for calling <laughs> in. Yeah, appreciate it. All Smooth right. Poser yeah. on Twitter. Thanks for calling in. You want to go uh, to break? Yeah. yeah it's break time. It seems like break time. It's an hour and a half. There's in, a exactly. lot of people. We got a few, a lot of calls now. Okay. People are jumping well, we'll into the stream. The crazy calls. They probably want to talk to Gwen or say the N word. It's one of the two. Well, there's not. There's no anonymous. Okay, I need. Good. Do we have yeah, music? A, I gotta send music to. Uh, there is. I'll tell Gwen about the guy. J- Jason Brett sending you music. Uh, there's a guy that pranks us sometimes, and he likes to play the N word song, and uh, I hate his guts. But you're not supposed to say that on the air. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because then it's like, are you not on the air? We are what? on the air. Oh, but, but okay. you should, you should. But the, I acknowledge that we get pranked every week, and it's not the good kind of. It's prank not like every Chris week. James, yeah. every it's it's consistent weeks. though. One time I yeah. walked into choir, and then I, this video popped up, and there was of a white kid saying the N word, and it was just repeating, and it would not turn off, mm. and it was for a solid while, and I That's couldn't. Gnarly. My phone would not stop playing it. Well, Why the, did you do the that? The thing about it... Th- it was a kid getting busted to get canceled. Oh, he got canceled? Yeah, and that was the video. Has be like, everybody canceled? canceled. Has anybody been canceled lately? I would like to hear about that. A lot of people's nudes were exposed. Oh, no. That we was had, in a there cancellation. There was a fapping on TikTok. Was, we had nudes when I was in high oof. school, too. There was a lot. We a had lot digital cameras. Uh, yeah, they, but like they were... Digital? Like d- they printed them out? No, no. They, How do they get them to people? It was a camera that had a memory card in it, so someone would go to a party oh, with a digital camera, and then yeah. they would load the. Then they would email like nudes to people. That's there was no a lot there wasn't like an easy way to distribute nudes of your classmates. There was yeah, and there weren't really there were rules against it. It was unethical to do, but there socially it was a weird just to sort of time reverse back. One of the highlights of my big brotherhood uh, was there was a kid in my class that sent a dick pic to my sister. Unwarranted. Those are terrible. Also junior to freshman. And I distributed that that picture of his dick and uh, embarrassed the shit out of that kid. And he actually quit the school. I actually (laughs) made made somebody quit the school so that I fucking, uh, yeah. Has anybody's got out all over the school plan? Yeah, kinda. Oh, that's sad. They don't drop out. I feel I like think people, I be, think they made a joke of I it. They're that, like pretty nice, right? 
Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's it's hard because I don't want anybody to be ashamed of their naked body. Like, I think all of them are great, right? And, like, but I, there's just, it's the context of, like, when you're sending that kind of stuff, if you it's know? unsolicited. Unsolicited is, okay. like, bullshit. Yeah, like, you should. That's free reign. You can... Like say, hey, some jackass is sending his dick around, and this is here it People is. People do it. I mean, it is like still such a common thing too that it's like, when is this gonna stop? Like what? Like did they still? Un, I'm saying constant. unsolicited. I like. I feel like the rules are no unsolicited right. dick pictures. It happens a lot. And I yeah. feel like that's the fucking etiquette. That's mainstream, normal person. Yeah, but just leftist as a guy you should be ready you should be absolutely prepared but you have to wait until you're called to action until someone says like let me see it right until someone asks that's the rules all right right? here's the deal nobody will ever see nobody nobody right but i'm I'm just send a nude picture i'm spreading wisdom to our 23 no i don't think anybody listen you if that's what you want to do send a nude picture do it i'm for it but don't do it because I'm saying don't That's do it because you the same feel thing. pressured. Yeah, we are saying the same thing. I am uh, that that taking a that I don't ever worry about Gwen in that department either because uh, she's like me and yeah. probably yeah. wears clothes 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yeah, you're right, <laughs> We're clothes people in the Quinn B house. Gross when people are like, I like to be at home naked. Like people live alone. Like so ew. fucking That's weird. Nasty. You know what I used to think was fucked up? People don't wear underwear. Pe- Get out of here. Yeah, people that sleep naked in their bed. It's, what's wrong with that? What'd you say? What's wrong with that? What's wrong with Okay, whatever. What's dude, wrong with being natural? You gotta natural. talk out loud, though, and say things. People that sleep naked, how do you feel I about that? I don't like it. I think that's gross, and you should clean your sheets. You know what? I'm often. with you, girl. I'm with you. I was not born into a bed. Okay? That's true. I was not born into clothes. So I don't need to have clothes on you my body to go to sleep. I can sleep wherever They're I'm provided tired. Provided for a reason. To be clothes. The Quimby family wears clothes. Just change now, the sheets more often if your stinking ass butt is rubbing off. That's so all gross. Over the sheets. I know. Fucking. You just change it more often. What a f- like, either you either you deposit the dingleberries onto the underwear or the sheets. Pick one. Change them more frequently. Uh, here's why the way I think. Just right. wear some fucking pants in bed. Yeah, that's all you gotta I agree do. With no, that's it. Pant- There's no reason to have pants on while you sleep. No, pants is the one you need. You don't need a shirt. Yeah, you can sleep shirtless. We're all okay with. What that. about armpit sweat going everywhere? No totally one sweats okay in their sleep. That's not. Me. You're not old. <laughs> I sleep with a fan. I sleep with a fan. I do great. But uh, I can't have an armpit. I can't have my armpit hair out there like that. I don't have any. Start too? shaving yourself. No, I you sleep. sleep I sleep in my underwear. Just my underwear. I do cover the butthole. Oh. <laughs> you gotta cover the butthole. <laughs> I mean, I don't do. The, I don't need the consistent upkeep to sleep naked. I if I were to like shower every single day, but I really push it like six days at a time for showers. So uh, conserving I water. Talk. I just keep everything in like a humidor down below. 
I posted something about how people who sleep naked are weird to me. Like it's not. It's it. so much Listen, better. Well, it probably means you just had sex. Usually, mm. that's your. You gotta let means. me finish what I'm saying. I got do you sleep. It. Usually, oh, sleeping naked is the best. When you wake, waking up naked is better than sleeping naked. When you wake up naked, you're like, what the fuck just happened? Like you have no idea where you were at. You know things were fantastic because you didn't give a shit about how you fell asleep. Yeah, I'm not saying. I'm saying sleep that, shouldn't have rules, dude. Man, what the? What are you trying to do? I'm saying that when I posted that people who sleep naked are weird, I would say ninety percent of the responses were that I'm weird. Yeah, so that's true. I am in most people sleep naked. Most fucking normal people sleep naked. So Just at my house, we all wear at least pants. Yeah, underwear. Stop! Pants. Don't police your daughter on our I'm not radio policing, program. Am I policing you? You am just I said in our you? household there's rules. You're not letting her. She's not going to be able to push back against you. You just announced the rules of That's, the house. I just think it's gross to sleep naked. This motherfucker I don't does like whatever it. she wants, man. Great. You know That's what? I have does. my room, my rules. Yeah, her you room is all under her rules. And there's lots of little she, little Christian girls in cults that believe exactly what their dad says too. Mm. She can sleep naked if she wants. I don't care. I'm not saying there's a rule against her. I'm saying everybody in the Queenby house sleeps in clothes. Okay. As of now. we're clothing people. Uh, yeah, sure. I am this a clothing person. We are. Great. Hey, listen, I'll tell you. Some later. often mom has Back in many layers. Yeah. yeah mom, mom layers it up. <laughs> your mom sometimes wearing three shirts and two pair of pants. And a blanket <laughs> and a jacket. <laughs> But someday, I I slept naked like four times before you were born. You know, me <laughs> and your mom like, did. Gotta get Don't out worry. of your system Don't before worry. you had a kid. <laughs> this is yeah. before you were alive. Before you were alive, me and your mom slept naked like three, four, five, <laughs> probably five times, <laughs> I would say. Stop. But then we Stop. never, Stop. never did it again, actually. Because That's why you have around. no siblings. That's why you have no siblings. Because you're around, you know? You're always running into our room and shit. Stop. But it was only five times, though, anyway. We've been together. You upped it. You said four at first. Four. Four you to five. He's bragging. Thank you. Thank you. I, yes, I am bragging about the four times. And uh, how many years were we together before you were born? Like double digits. Yeah, well, I think we had been together for ten years by the time she was born. No, we hadn't. No, we, I can figure that out in my mind, but six years. We were together for six years when you were born. And sometime between in that six years, maybe once a year, we would be like, let's fucking just sleep naked. You know stop what I mean? It. Stop yeah. it. Stop it. Yeah, stop. stop. You're like saying it was like planned out. Yeah. You're like, I mean, this is the night. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's just yeah. doing a tightrope act right now. I can't believe he's blazing this path. I'm not doing a tightrope act. I'm telling you, are. you my truth. We're all like on the edge of our seat, like biting our nails. Can't believe. I'm not going to say anything gross. I promise. Okay. You already have. You just said that you and my mom things. like sleep naked. Slept That's naked like together. not gross. That's like. It's Norm. gross to Ima us. It's gross your to mom us. and dad. Imagine your kids. It. Imagine gross. your mom and dad. You're, they're sleeping naked my together. My parents? Yeah. My parents probably do sleep naked together. Gross. That's gross. That's gross. I don't know, though. Jason would know that, actually. <laughs> do they wear jams, too? <laughs> Jason says they wear jams, but I'll... He's not in their room with them. Hey, can you do me a favor? When you, uh, just, like... Maybe put a nanny cam in there. 
Let's find out if my parents sleep naked to no. punish me for nope. what I just did. We don't need that. See, you're just thinking too much about other Begin. people's bedroom routines. Like, you should just keep your own little rules to yourself. Stop controlling what other people I can don't do want, with their I, sleep time. Again, legal. You started, like, stepping into my bedroom time now, and I feel like you're a perv. I also, you're a creepazoid. I'm not a perv. You're being okay. a creepazoid right let now. Let me ask this talking question. Talking about how people conduct themselves in the bedroom. Let me ask this question. You sound like a question. conservative. I do kind of. I do. I agree. <laughs> you let sound me, like a fucking Orrin Hatch or something right now. I am right Orrin now. Hatch right now. Let me ask you, let me ask you like a question, just a serious question. What if there's a fire? Yeah. All it. your neighborhood would see you naked. Yep. I don't give a shit. In yes, that you do. Yes, you Here's do. The thing. You'd be yes, so you cold. In, You'd be no, so cold. In that moment, nobody's going to come back. No one's going to come back with pictures or anything. No one's going to like embarrass <laughs> Take, you. There are TikToks of burning houses. Here's the thing. People love to feel above you so much that if they saw you running around with all of your fucking nether regions hanging out, they would just pity you and then feel better about themselves for not taking photos of you and like spreading them around online. I think you're really ra- misjudging society. Right you would go now. after somebody if your neighbors jumped it. out of their Maybe. windows naked. You wouldn't. You would go after them for not it. Like, there are a lot of people. Out. They're like kids fil- filming like shooters in yeah. their schools. You you don't fucking hang out with teenagers enough, man. Both of anything. I, I don't. You know, the, honestly, the only reason I go outside naked is because I'll get in fucking trouble for it. Like that. I mean, I don't Bullshit. care enough. Bullshit. But. I would no. I would run outside would to get, get the. I would run outside to get the mail in my underwear. I've done it That's before. It feels dangerous. It's Even dangerous. underwear feels crazy. Underwear's clothes, dude. Underwear is too much. <laughs> underwear is very You're scary. Me. A man oh, running shit. around in his underwear is something that should be stopped. I do think that somebody should be like, wait, what's he doing right now? Me and you see. I see you in your. I don't. I would never see you naked, but I see you in your underwear all the time. You see me in my underwear. I never show you me naked. You sure. I'm saying underwear is clothes. I'm saying that like you do care, probably if people see you naked. I would say not if there's a fire. I don't give a okay, shit. Okay, if we're just I'd rather fire. have a million. <laughs> I would rather have 364 nights of sleep and then one night a year my house catches on fire and the neighborhood sees me naked. That's fine. I would trade that in. I would burn my house down <laughs> once a year if I didn't have to sleep in restrictive clothing. Is all what I'm a saying. fucking nightmare that <laughs> scenario is. Let's go to the music. Who do we got? That's <laughs> oh, <laughs> gross. Brett thinks it. he could. Brett really does think we should get Brett like a Chippendale set <laughs> somewhere Some, if he doesn't care about showing people his little fanny floss that can sleep in. <laughs> no, I'm saying if you did, you're a performer. Right. Oh, I'm not going to do a strip tease, okay. but I'm going to. Could you? Uh, what if we signed you up to be a model for kid, not children, <laughs> but for college students or drawing classes? Okay. Would you do it? I don't think that's the same they as pay like you money too. Running naked out of my burning house. That's true. It's <laughs> not the same. It's not the same. I'm just yeah. saying nobody. I could pose. Yeah. I guess I could do that. Yeah, maybe I would. Why? I don't understand why they have to be naked, but sure, maybe I could do that. Maybe, you know, the, not all of them are naked. Yeah, that was yeah. the real bummer with when I took a drawing class. It was like a dude and he left his fucking underwear on and I was I like, feel like you told I'm just going to do a it. fig leaf. I'm just going to I'm going to do one fig leaf. That's all. Just biblical shit. My dude was wearing something that's like Christian. My my guy was just wearing white boxer shorts and and like when he was wearing them when I got in there and I sat down and I was like, 
I'm not gonna even get to see this guy's hog. <laughs> see, that's not what. See, yeah, I don't know. That kind of incites more in the art, though. It shows what. Yeah, I don't know. Well, let's let's get to this break. It's break time. If you're in the queue, I guess we'll get to you. We We're got fun tonight. I'm sorry. I'm I'm being bad. Is we that have time. The break. You ready to do it? No.
Advocates, yeah. Street Fight Radio, your number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. If you had tickets to Pittsburgh, if you had tickets to Columbus, those shows are going to be rescheduled. Uh, Florida, you're not looking good, and I, I apologize. We should have came there last year. We know it, and we apologize. But what the current idea is, we had nothing planned for June, and I think we're going to make try to make everything up in June. If we can, yeah. We're going to try, is what I'm saying. Uh, a bunch of new stuff coming to the feed this week. Uh, watch out for us on Twist. 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 Twist.tv. It's okay. Twist would be a good site, though. Like Sounds Twist. like it is something. Twist app. Oh, I'm not even talking about my mic. That was stupid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, like, it's glad that they didn't hear the thing. Uh, but anyway, I uh, you did a good job. I thought it was really on point. It was. I I'm good at doing twist. I know that. I, I is there a way to? Can I say I know that song by heart? Yeah, you, you know, can. it's not words, but I can do it. Gwen, when you get into heavy do... metal. I don't like it. You don't like heavy metal? What no. don't you like about heavy metal? I like chill music, so it's just the opposite, and I don't really feel any... I don't like it yet. There's not, is there any music that's, like, fast-paced and, like, really gets you revved up? Rap. Rap, okay. What yeah. rap? 21, right? Oh, I Gwen's do like a bit, him. Gwen's, like, really into 21 Savage right mm. now. I don't like <laughs> I listened to the al- his album, like, when it came out. But I, I listened to it again. Mm, yeah. Like, I forgot about it, and I still like it, and it's right. a really good time. I taught okay. her something recently. It was when she got like a hold SoundCloud of... SoundCloud now. Yeah, yeah, she's a SoundCloud person now. But uh, Gwen, uh, Gwen mess- texted me the other day and was like, have you heard Uzi's new album? And I said no. And she was like, Wait, hey. do you like it? I don't think I haven't listened to it to be honest. She said it's not good, and I was like, "You got to listen to it more." I said it's not my favorite. Yeah, and I said you got to listen to it more than once. You, that's something I'm I'm gonna start preaching that. You got to listen to albums two, three times before you decide you don't like them. True, that's how I feel. Because I didn't like Danzig forever, and now I've listened to so much Danzig, and it kicks ass. I like all of it. So uh, let's get some calls in, my dude. <laughs> all right, we got a few more to go. We might do some overtime, but I think we can get these all in. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Uh, hey, before I tell you my name, I just want to tell you guys I think you're having way too much fun tonight. Oh, no. Oh, you're the, man, are you the man. police? Gonna, gonna going to have to call the cops on you guys for having too much fun. Thank you. Thank you. I, um, I'm, I hope it's I, fun for I the did, listeners. <laughs> additionally, additionally, before I tell you my name, I've got a bone to pick with Brian. Okay. Because uh, last time, last time I told you my name, you told me that the way I spell my name is inferior to the way you spell your name. Mm. You said that uh, you said that a Y is a superior to an I. It's a more powerful I letter. Just, uh, I agree. I play- <laughs> lady with a Y. My daughter and agrees. I, and I just think, of, <laughs> and if I thought I could take you in a fight, then I would challenge you to a fight. But I probably. Couldn't, so I'll just concede on that point. Really? But you don't think you can anyway. take me? No, man. I'm a skinny 25-year-old. Um, mm. Well, anyway. I, I'm i going to tell you I, something, and and this isn't just kissing your ass because you're a listener and I insulted your name. Uh, 
I think a 25-year-old could beat me in a fight. Really? I think a skinny 25-year-old. There's You're a large no, man. You could just like... But, but what I'm saying is I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility this guy could beat me in a fight. Okay. <laughs> I just right. think anyway. I, it comes in all shapes and sizes, man. I Here's what I can you do. you got like 20 years of like rip starting lawnmowers and shit. Well, though. that's what I want to say. That's what I want to say. Walking legs. You could kick... I am not. I can't fight. You could fall on him in in, in a, in a way that would fuck him up. Though. That's true. I, here's here's what I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say about my. I can't fight. Number one, I don't know how. Like I don't have like the know how. But but and, and it's always been this way. I can take a ton of damage. Okay, <laughs> so, you can take enough damage until someone comes to like step in and save you. <laughs> I can take a, a a damage I can take. So if you, I might be able to beat you just because I would be willing to take a few punches to get to you. You know, <laughs> this is this is the way I picture it. It's it's me as Waluigi versus you as Bowser. Okay, okay. I think I think you could you could outlast me and get broken. Waluigi anyway, wins. Yeah. Though. A lot of times, uh, too. So, but I, uh, <laughs> I don't know about Bowser. Bowser. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so, uh, wh uh, what's up? So, my name's Brian with an I. Oh, I thought it was Brian. Um, I called in last. Uh, well, some people call me that by accident, but anyway, I called in last fall about the Harvard Grad Students Union. Oh, um, things what are I what I wanted to. What I wanted to talk about tonight was the way that students are getting fucked by this universities getting shut down thing. Yeah, I'm um, actually curious. Like, I'm actually curious. I, I had heard some stuff about Harvard just sort of saying, like, yeah, hey, you can't, you're not allowed to sleep here anymore. <laughs> yeah, they're just they told because, I mean, they make a big deal out of being like, we're a, you know, we're a big, diverse institution and. We're not just a rich kids club anymore and all this stuff. But then as soon as this virus hit and they're like, okay, well, you all just have to get out immediately and we're not going to help you at all. So all these like first generation and, you know, economically disadvantaged undergrads who are living in the dorms uh, are just, you know, put out on their asses and yeah, they, they have, have no help from the university. Yeah. They don't have a, they don't have a family structure that can just fly them home or, change their circumstances exactly. for yeah. them with a credit card yeah you wonder what right. i mean and and that's the sort of thing that you know a guy like trump uh or even joe biden or bernie sanders is talking about it but like we keep seeing on tv we keep we keep seeing on twitter or tv and facebook and tiktok i'm just saying that for gwen we keep seeing college students standing outside of their dorms kind of protesting yep. in a way leaving you know and uh yep nobody spends any time thinking about like people who don't have anywhere to go because one thing about college is a lot of people find them so like there are a lot of people who have very christian parents and they can't be the person that they yes. are around their parents Absolutely. and and that's a lot of the people that I've talked to is they're LGBTQ plus people who don't have a safe home to go to. Yeah. You know, their college becomes their home and their classmates become their family. And when the college just says, you know, 
get the hell out, then they don't have anywhere to go. Yeah, because that's all, all, that's all I can think about is just like, what about a person who grew up in a fundamentalist, Christian, abusive house who went to college and found mm-hmm. themselves and maybe decide or and, and maybe got to finally be trans like out as trans and and exactly. they came out to their parents and their parents were evil about it, but they were at the they had a place to live without them. And it's sad for me to think yep. about the idea that like these colleges it's not just harvard it it happened at ohio state too uh Mm -hmm. are providing uh, no guidance on where they're supposed to go it's just assumed that they will go home to their parents yeah and you know what the sickest thing about the sickest the sickest thing about harvard is we're the richest school on the planet we're worth 41 billion dollars yeah right and and it's like they could they could take what they've invested in the prison industrial complex and in fossil fuels and like build a new city for all these people to live together, you know, but they, they just said, Nope, sorry, you got to get out. I mean, there should be, there there are also like a bunch of empty houses out there. And that's something that's like, uh, if the federal government decided they wanted to get involved with this coronavirus thing, maybe they could, mandate that you know if if you're it, you know because i saw a thing that said like if you get sick quarantine yourself into one room and only you and and like only use one bathroom right for yourself <laughs> yeah. and it's like well i only have one bathroom you know? <laughs> yeah. like i don't have i don't i i i i don't know how to quarantine and and, and there would be places for people to go. It's not that hard to quarantine somebody in a house alone when there's so many houses that we could just put somebody in to ride it out until it's over, you know? And me as a grad student, I'm fairly lucky in that I don't live on campus. I have to live off campus. So my housing, I say fairly lucky because I don't, I still can't get a job. You know, I still have to pay rent. But at least I'm not out on my ass, you know. Um, but have you seen? Have y'all seen about the stuff at UC Santa Cruz? No and the strike that they've oh, got yes. going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that thing is crazy. They have they've gone like super radical out there. It, it's like a very beautiful thing. So, so they fired like over eighty people. Yeah, yeah. Who are grad students? And they, they those people are you know people with kids, pregnant people, you know people who have dependents and families and, 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 you know, health conditions. And they just, they just said, oops, sorry, since you decided to go on strike, you're not on healthcare anymore in the middle of the worst pandemic anyone alive has ever seen. Um, but Jesus. Yeah. 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 That that's absolutely true. It's, it's, it, we're in weird times right now. And, uh, I think like, we're finding out what the federal government is now this is yeah. where we yep. learn what the federal government is and uh we we have to do and it's, something it's not it, and it's not exclusive to trump right it's not nope. it's not a it's not something that came from the trump administration it would have been this way for any of the past presidents like you know for the last 80 years or whatever but yeah yeah it's just 
it's so scary for those people. Well, and, good. I mean, it's it's good that there's like mutual aid networks, but it shouldn't come to that, right? No, it shouldn't. It no. shouldn't come to fellow students and you know other people having to help. It should come from the top down, you know. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks anyway. for calling. We got a bunch of people, but uh, thanks for bringing that up. Uh, that's something that I've been that's weighed on my mind lately, and I just didn't even think about it. You know. Yeah. If uh, just to uh, for the listeners, um, if you have a, a few bucks, go to the UCSC Strike Fund. Just Google that UCSC Strike Fund, and that'll take you to their GoFundMe. Okay. Hey, can I um, ask you? Can I ask? Is that this? I, I might be wrong about this. Is that the school where they started giving away food for free? In the cafeteria. I don't know because oh. that's it's that's on the total opposite side of the country, and I'm only oh yeah. I'm not actually connected. You know, I've been following at a distance, but I just know that they've been getting beaten down in the streets by riot cops and and all this stuff, and then they're getting cut off from their health care. Um, worse than the rest of us, for the most part. What is that? And but yeah, can I, check out the UC. I even Clay. wonder. I I even the way I'm thinking about it is like, so what kind of experience are the students that are left at the school going to have without any, uh, without any grad students there to teach? You you fire eighty grad students. Grad students teach most of the classes. I, I am I am speaking very uneducatedly on this subject, but yeah, it's the best what way. I it's got street fighting. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just that uh, it's very counterintuitive. It's like you know you would think that I mean the point of the strike is to get their attention right and to get them to budge on their demands, um, but the university has thus far basically just said you know, screw you, we're not going to budge on anything, we're just going to fire you. Yeah. And so everyone is saying that's to everyone's detriment, right? And that's not helping anyone. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's not helping the undergrads who are getting, like you say, are getting taught by the grad students. It's not helping the grad students who rely on this to pay bills. It's not helping the university who is trying to attract students. Because yeah. it's making the university look like assholes. So Absolutely true. It's just a mess. It's just a mess out there right now, and there have been solidarity strikes at all the other UC schools, at Berkeley and UCLA and UC Davis and and all those schools. But anyway, yeah. Well, but yeah. Check out the UCSC Strike Fund, and that'll take you to their GoFundMe. Um. But yeah, thanks for taking my call, guys. Oh, uh, thank you, guys yeah. and Gwen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have he a good is. night. Brett, I am looking. I looked up the UC Santa Cruz thing, mm -hmm. and uh, I want you. I need you to come over here and look at this picture before we take the next call because it is ludicrous. It is about the most American thing I can think of. So these are grad students on this side, <laughs> and the police are lined up with billy clubs in their hand and riot gear to beat up. A bunch of grad students at a college. Over what? They're striking. Oh, right now? 
They've been. Yeah, um, well, now they're fired. They fired sure. 54 people, but they had been striking. They they did a thing where they took over the uh, cafeteria and gave free food one day and, and a bunch of cool things. Yeah. And uh, it's... I haven't seen that. Yeah, I haven't kept up with that. I have to look it up. Yeah, we need to get somebody from UC Santa Cruz to call in. If you're listening, you're at UC Santa Cruz. We'll make time for you. And uh, I'd love to talk about this. Yeah. All right. Next caller. Next call. Next. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are hey. we talking to? Hello. Howdy. Hello. Skelly? All right. Is it skeleton? Hello. Sounds like someone's coming. We've rousted them. From I think there. we lost them, dude. It sounded yeah. like it for a second. It did. Yeah. There was a little bit of hope. Next call. This was a skeleton. Somebody said on the uh, in the chat. Or, or in one of the groups, they said they they uh, now they go next call next call like uh um, tenacious D tenacious D yeah they they noticed we do the tenacious D next yeah. call <laughs> I love love the D I, that first tenacious D album is one of the greatest absolutely it's the only good comedy album yeah except for Jake Flores is Kath Barbadaro. Um, uh, they're all gonna laugh at you by Adam Sandler. Yeah, there's a lot of good comedy albums. I think I'm yeah. lying. Yeah, yeah. Say there's some. I feel bad saying it's the only good one because I have so many friends that do such funny things. Yeah, yeah. It's just an amazing album. That the Jerky Boys. <laughs> the Jerky Boys. <laughs> top <laughs> five. Top right five now. for me. Yeah. Uh, top three. I don't know. Because I'll say this, man. There was a solid couple months there where me and Brett were listening to the Jerky Boys before we did the podcast before jason started working for us we would just kind of sit down here and be like uh let's listen to the fucking jerky boys man yeah. what's that i went to uh uh frisbee golf and had it blaring out of the fucking car while some kids walked by and they were cracking up as they were listening as they heard it <laughs> you were listening to it yeah. in the car loud yeah. i had it out loud yeah and i was getting the back of like the van brett's brett's number one for like Every time he pulls up, it's funny now to me when I'm standing outside. So on wrestling night, canceled this week too. Uh, on wrestling night, we go to the bar and then me, Brett, and Jason meet at Brett's house at 1015 after it's over. And me and Jason usually beat Brett. And when he pulls up, I get a laugh every time now because some fucking loud, satanic, thunderous music is coming out of a minivan as he drives. <laughs> I uh yeah I listen to everything real out loud even like classical music I listen to it as like the loudest possible like I'm just going to keep pushing the limits I'll do it louder and louder and uh, feels I, like shit don't get loud enough anymore either like to be headphones. honest yeah yeah the headphones don't. don't get loud enough for sure mm -hmm. but I also for some reason I fell in love with this idea and Gwen do you have this inclination at all um. To have a stranger or a friend or somebody in your life happen upon you while you're listening to like a cool song. Like all you're having a moment in your yeah. room where you're dancing along or cleaning or doing something in a way that feels very cool or cute. 
and you just wish that like somebody would like walk in and like, like oh what's going on in here what's this I mean, magical like, movie mo- movie moment what's at that? school if someone i know like as cool is around me i'll like turn on like a cool song like flip my phone up so okay. like they'll walk by and be like ah yeah. i see okay <laughs> i do that often actually yeah, that's a move, though. it is no and it sends signals it was funny because that's it's funny that you mentioned that because uh when jason was here couple days ago earlier he was like what was that what you were listening to a wrestling it sounded pretty fucking heavy man and yeah. i was like yeah that was lamb of god like that shit fucking is cool because he uh he's like he's real into metallica we keep talking about metallica but uh i any when i roll up on the scene i have the volume at max so everybody knows what i was like listening I to when i get thing. there i i would i'm broadcasting when i listen to if it. i listen to podcasts i keep it low because it's embarrassing but if I'm listening to music, I want it to be as I roll down the windows a lot of times and drive with my music turned all the way up so everybody knows what I'm into. But I listen to Tracy Chapman at that fucking level. Yeah. Like, I will listen to King Crimson. I will listen to any anything at that level. Dashboard what? confessional. If that's what I'm listening to, it's gonna be out loud and like Same. anybody in the vicinity is gonna hear it. Same. I pull up with anything from Limp Biscuit to fucking uh Waylon Jennings to yeah. like uh Sturgill Simpson to Lately Danzig to Lucifuge, my favorite yeah. Danzig album. You start you got me you got me a little bit sold on typo negative. Uh, yeah, you, you like you bit, did an on ramping program for me. Yeah, they you have to only listen to certain songs because they have fashy elements. Oh no, that are well. I mean, he's a dipshit, like sure. dark goth guy, and he was trying to be edgy, so he sure. did a song called "Kill All the White People," mm. which I can get behind that like lyric but then at the end it gets a little weird you okay know, where it's about like uh yeah Black panther tom mcdonald that sounds like like joiner lucas like i'm not racist twisted on your head shit yeah he he does a little bit of that but 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 fucking black number one cinnamon girl my girlfriend's girlfriend and summer days fucking rule <laughs> that's your get down yeah all right summer well. days do you listen I, to this in front of Gwen? I played... Actually, the As funny did, thing is I was playing Typo Negative, Black Number One, with her, and she was like... I mean, you said... This is... I don't think this is that bad. It's too weird. You were calling it weird. It was the one where the guy goes, Will he trickle treat? Yeah, because it sounded like a vampire. I know. Yeah, <laughs> was, but you were compelled by it, too. You said it was compelling in that the was car. The, so here's the, that's the same thing for the song. The beginning was very corny when he was talking like a vampire, but then when it kicked off and he was like screaming and singing and the guitar kicked in, then it was like, all right, all that vampire stuff is justified. <laughs> I like vampire guys now. I'm, you do? I, I do. I want to hang out with vampires. Can oh we hang God, out with vampires so, somewhere? That was so old. Are that was like villains? true blood ass times, I'm, I'm man. I'm not trying to say it's a cool thing to do, but I would like to go hang out with some vampires. With real goths that are making it through. Well, the, the thing day. is, I've never hung Driving out around with, in hearses. I, ha- I know one goth, and it's my sister, and I don't talk to her. See? And like... I wouldn't mind, you know, kind of having a night with goths. I would you go out celebrate the dead somewhere with somebody. Well, just do whatever they do. What are the, what's the big goth night out? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. They I mean, do. there's a, yeah, there's just listen to the music, 
right? Express yourself no. how you want. I want to do the whole thing. I feel like you're gonna you're doing it ironically or making fun of them. I'm not. You're. <laughs> I listen to fucking Danzig and okay. typo negative all day. I'm really not. I want to hang well, out. I want to see what the fuck they do. I'm gonna ask Jamie Peck to take me sure and do something when if we get to go to New York. Yeah, and let's do that. May, let's ask Jamie Peck to do a goth night with us because she's cool as fuck, number I one, mean, and she's goth. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, you Will know, she it, trick or treat? <laughs> There's lots of music to get into for sure. You just got to fucking always, like, your horizons, you have to be, like, open to stuff, I've noticed. It's like I never, I liked... First of all, I didn't even know. I didn't even listen to the Misfits until like 2013, probably. Damn, that's a, it was like that, the that, first time I ever even gave them a chance. I wouldn't say that out loud. Well, I'm just 2013. Yeah, but I discovered it right. Like, I listened. I was very close-minded, like Gwen, when I was a teenager. Like Gwen's super close-minded about music because mm-hmm. she's Thank a teenager. You. I don't feel like I am. What? You what are three? Me different types of bands that you listen to three different types of musicians not just the names of the bands but they do different music the chill music what's the band what's a group that you like what's the i don't ch- listen to like a, a i don't really listen to albums what's the chillest band that you chill to yeah what's the chillest the band, chillest chill band to? that i chill yeah. to what's yeah, the like band that you relax. pick if you're gonna sit down and chill and you're like i want this to be the best I'm day of my life chill. and listen to music you're you're i understand what you're saying you you just look yeah. for there's not like a chill, chill playlist. Yeah. You look for lo-fi. Like I listen to like a song and then I put it on a playlist. So there's not any groups that you're really impressed by. You just don't like groups? Is there any musicians I, that really I, grab The only you? like albums I listen to is The Wallows. And then also, yeah. The Billy. I, yeah, really I don't like I'm not in a long while, but yeah, I, I did. Right. that was like when I did Are you the like whole a, thing. Can I ask you this? The Wallows, is that the Pittsburgh one you went to? Yeah. Okay, so you did go to a concert to see somebody. So that means you're passionate about one group yeah, enough to travel to a different city. rock. They are a rock band. But, uh, That's a genre. I mean, they're kind of like a they have guitars. rock. It, you would maybe like it. Even I love pop rocks. They make not, your tongue go... Well, it's like that kind of yeah, stuff. That, but, <laughs> but, like, you get what I'm saying? Like, so I learned about the Misfits in 2013 and then never gave Solo Danzig a chance ever. I was just like, that music's not for me. It's just like, it doesn't sound like anything I'd ever be interested in. I've never been goth. Uh-huh. I've never... Uh, been spooky. I, I've never been spooky. I like evil. You know what I mean? But, like, that is also, like, I like a different kind of evil. You don't you know? like campy evil. You like destructive evil. Like, I like the evil evil. Yeah. yeah. I like fucking, like, the cool Baphomets and stuff like that. Right? Yeah. Not the goof. But Punishingly I, evil. Yeah. Then I listened to Danzig for a few days, and I was like, you know what? I really like this. And that's, like, almost... Danzig isn't metal in the way that I listen to metal. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't even think he'd really be considered metal. But, like, I, it's just, like, I'm open. I open my mind every once. Like, every once in a while, I look at a thing and I say, I want to like this. And then I teach myself how to like it. Yeah, I've done that. 
And like Danzig isn't that case. Like Danzig really was one of those once in a lifetime opportunities where I listened to a bunch of his stuff and was like, I love this and I want to listen to this all the time. Yeah. I mean, I, that's what I think I enjoy the most about the streaming landscape is that if anything strikes me to try to listen to, I can have it at on in immediately. Yeah. Like if I hear the name of a band that I've never heard before, that I've heard a lot about, but I've never actually listened to, I can just type the name in and see what people are all, you know, excited yeah. about. It just seems weird but to me that to it's... get it to click is a different. To yeah. get it to like be something that you're obsessed with and you're like fully on board with. That's like the yeah. Metallica thing for me. Yeah. What's Megadeth guy's name again? Brett told me the fucking character from Megadeth's name, and I never knew it, and it was just I don't. It's the worst name. It, um, on the cover of all the Megadeth albums, is this is are okay? Let me ask: Are like thrash metal T-shirts popular at your school? Is Metallica, Megadeth, like the Slayer, any of the like the Skull and Cross, the vintage looking like heavy metal T-shirts? Have those popped up at all? Kind of. Like the cooler kids, like the artsier kids. I okay. feel like would like tuck it into like some corduroy pants. Okay. Cord corduroys. Like, yes, like those were popular. Uh, when and I did like hacky Doc sack, Martins. I did hacky sack and I wore, yeah, offensive t-shirts. I had corduroy pants on the whole time. That's true. So, um, Megadeth has this mascot, which is supposed to be, uh, a, uh, it's supposed to be representative of censorship. Because their mouth is glued shut, their ears are glued shut, the eyes are covered up. It's hear no evil, say no evil, speak no evil. And they're trying to shut down everybody. And that person's name is Vic Rattlehead. <laughs> Here's Vic Rattlehead, Gwen. That's Vic Rattlehead. I mean, he's cool he as shit. He looks like a Scooby-Doo character. <laughs> That's the he, issue with Dean. He's in charge, but Vic Rattlehead is in charge. Here's the thing about Vic Rattlehead: all the sheeple, all these people that believe that coronavirus is like something to be to believe in, he's the one that's like poisoning all of our minds, making us stay inside. He's the controller. He's like the uh, Symphony of Destruction. Fucking Vic. It's Rattlehead, all Vic Rattlehead. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Have you it is a funny name, yeah. right? It's like the worst possible Rattlehead. name ever. Would you even like name a kid? You should write a book about Vic Rattlehead. You should write a story Why about me? Vic Rattlehead. Because you write stories now. Yeah. Gwen writes stories, but they're all sad. Every you, single I like while. sad stories. But she's my teacher's publishing it. Yeah, her oh, teacher cool. gets it. She published. likes it. She's gonna, she's gonna, you're ghostwriting for your teacher? She's gonna, no. like, no, and my name story. would be on it. Okay. It's actually good. It's it's she is does very good writing. I I think her writing's good, but they're always so. You, you haven't fucking, read my most recent. The one. last one I read really legitimately almost made me cry because I was sitting next to my wife, and it was about an older couple that had been together for a long time, and it was about what it was about was like this fucking woman. Or man, I don't use gender. Oh yeah, that's right. She doesn't use genders. Uh, this person goes to a bench, right? That they used to sit together at all the time, but mm -hmm. the other person's dead, mm -hmm. and the person's just sitting there having all these fucking sad thoughts about the fact that the person that they love the most yeah. in the whole world is dead. Yeah. And I was laying next to my wife, <laughs> and I was like struggling with the fact that she's gonna, like, that one of us is gonna die. 
You sure. know what I mean? And then the other one's not going to It's a have race. You got to beat the him. The other one. You I know. I want to win. I want to die first. <laughs> yeah. You got to go that first. Mom got so mad at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do. I do. Imagine it's a race. Imagine the world without mom. That's it, so sad. I know. Or that you. Me, and, no, I mean, me alone without you? Katie would be really bad. It's going to be amazing. All of all of the no. rearrangements no. will be amazing. They will. No. They will strengthen everything in a way you'll never understand until it happens. She really takes care of us. It's yeah. It's, she really does. We really would not be doing good without her. But you would be so surprised at uh, how your father will step up to take care of her in your place, of you in her place. I can't. I, I can't don't know even. You would even do. I don't. I don't like. Oh like, fuck I feel you. like you'd sleep all day. Like, you'd oh just my be god, really I sad. would change all that. I just stuff. feel like you'd be really sad. Why? Yeah, I would. See, be. I'm sad There's right thing. now. Fucking thinking about it. The, like the great thing cry. about death. Too. The great thing about death is that you assume the worst of people, but they would actually surprise you in a way that would make you cry those tears of love and joy that you never expected you would ever feel. Until I love you so much. I love, you too, Dad. I love you too. But also, you might. I mean, it's most likely it's going to be you're going to you're going to have to come in and do his job for him. It's going to be you and Katie, and you're going to have to do his job. Yeah, unfortunately, that's sad too. I don't want to talk about that either. Uh, yeah, I understand. I but, mean, but know, her she writes friend. the stories, well, it, and then the stories coworker. Well, here's the thing. Stories are so well written. She's really a good writer. These stories are so well written that they do put you, transport you into that world. Yeah. And I read them, and they're good. Let me. I'm they're gonna. So sad. We're gonna. Well, I'm sorry for doing this, but since we're in this realm right now, here's the thing about like raising kids and you as being one of the kids. Uh, is like in a religious realm. Um, there's a lot of explanations about the end of life and that it's just like magical, ex magical experience where everybody gets to do everything, but we don't really have a lot of chances to discuss things like that. And I think that, uh, like the more that we accept these kinds of things, like it can be a happier thing to think about, like, you know, that, uh, that we have the time together that we do have, you know, yeah. how do you feel about that? Like not being like in a non-religious household, I guess. When do you like. Do you feel like you have any guidance when it does that? Does that just overwhelm you? Those thoughts of death and stuff. Not really. Because like Christian people are talking, they go once a week and they talk about this motherfucker died and he came back for us yeah. and he like solved all our problems and shit. But we are like left alone in a way. And I don't like with Charlotte. I don't want her to be like riding around on her go kart and being like, "You ever think about dying? Like what well, that's gonna be like or anything?" You know. Yeah. <laughs> like it we don't used get to scare me. Yeah, because you didn't talk about you didn't talk about it. Little kids, it always scares me. Yeah, it's real scary. Go too far. It becomes yeah. the scariest thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing I find interesting. There is a group that meets at the Columbus Public Library under normal circumstances. They meet at the Columbus Public Library. I think you do it like every week or every two weeks or maybe once a month. But they meet and all they talk about is death because they feel like nobody so like talks about it. it. And then they all kind of just sit there and talk about death. And I remember I sent Brett a link to the story I saw about it. And he was like, 
Yeah, I'm gonna start going to that. Well, it's, and it I was, was like, why? They don't do it that often. It was oh. it was set up like it was a once every six months thing. I haven't seen it in a while, and I, and we missed it because we were on tour or something. I did want to go to that, but I mean, you could technically you have the platform now that if you wanted to have a discussion, a death cafe. That's it was called a death cafe. Basically, you went and met at a coffee shop and talked to other people about. Dude, it. I know a bunch of our listeners would go do that. But I wouldn't be there, so that draws gone. Sure, sure. <laughs> but I I think I think you should do that. I think you should yeah. have a conversation with it's just a bar night. You know yeah, what I'm I mean, saying? there's a lot of air that needs to be let out of the conversation when it comes to that kind of stuff. You it know? fucking fucks me up. To Especially when it relates to this, you know, the, the quarantine too. Yeah. I see a lot of people that, you know, are healthy, young 25 year olds that are having panic attacks all the time. And it's like, I mean, you can do, you're, you're, you don't need to be on full alert yet, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But they're worried about other people i'm actually no they're worried about themselves i'm talking about the ones that are mostly worried about themselves i'm in a chat my buddy uh david uh has a cousin that is nine they gave him a 90 percent likely he's gonna die from it because he has it and he's in the hospital currently and he had some respiratory issues ahead of it so now i'm like reading this person grieve and go through and and dealing dealing with like that happening to somebody and it, it it like really hits me hard because again i'm also just this guy that is fucking when things if if i sat and thought about death it's all i would think about i would sit down it can, and, and i would never it be you down. it's overwhelming and yeah. i just can't yeah. figure it's, out how to deal with it's it it's taken away probably months and even close to years of my life just the thought of it has like pinned me to my bed to the point where i don't know what to do moving forward you know it's a hard concept to to understand you know yeah 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 a brave conversation about it i mean damn i wonder if anybody does a podcast like yeah there's this has to be yeah all right we got callers yes we have a we got five in the chamber okay well we got a half hour left all right thanks for calling street fight who are we talking to uh, I clicked on it. Me? What's up? Hey, who's this? It's me. Yeah, you would have you. to let us uh, know. My name is Maya. Maya, thanks for calling. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm in the Bay Area and I'm I'm sick and quarantined. So I want to tell you my experience of going to the doctor. Yay! Yeah, we need Let's this. Hear it. Not um, yay. But no, yeah, no, I like we do this. need to hear the <laughs> we do need to hear the whole experience. So, so go for it. Okay, yeah, uh, I went to the doctor twice actually. So I went two weeks ago when I was like starting to feel sick and feverish, sore throat, coughing, all of that, and they kind of just said, "Oh, you probably have the flu," and gave me Mucinex and some Tylenol, and was just like, "All right, go home." And they said to come back on Monday if I didn't feel better. So that would have been two Fridays ago. And a week passed. And I was just, like, trying to do school and not be sick. And I was still sick, still had a fever. And, like, I have a really horrible cough. I'll try to mute if the cough comes. I'm, like, doing okay right now. But um, I called the doctor back. And when I got there, it was, like, completely different. It was blocked off. They only had one entrance to let people in and they were they had a triage nurse outside and they didn't let my partner in with me also which was kind of scary um 
And then when yeah. I finally got put in a room, they just kind of pointed me to a phone in the corner and was just like, someone's going to call you in a few minutes and just tell them, answer all their questions and don't leave this room. And, and then I realized it had like a little pressure thing in it. And I was like, oh shit, I'm in a pressurized clean room. Like they actually think I'm sick. Like I wanted them to just like make sure. Right. I thought they would be like, tell me to go home and not waste their time. Um, yeah. It was like all of a sudden you realized yeah, you were like, oh shit, I, I'm now suspected of having it. Like all of those, in, those, all those interior thoughts of like, oh, maybe I have it, but the doctor, doctor will probably tell me to go home. And all of a sudden you're in a pressurized chamber and you're not allowed to be around your loved ones. Yeah. Yeah. Like my, my partner was outside texting me, like, please let me know if I need to break you out. Cause you can be <laughs> quarantined in your apartment. That so. is, that is important in a relationship to have somebody that will break you out of any medical or prison facility. That is the <laughs> only reason you should ever be in a relationship with somebody. I would break my wife out. Yeah, if Erica was like, I need to get the fuck out of here. They're holding me against my will. I'm like, honey, I'm going to go and I'm going to break. I'm going to tunnel in tonight and get your ass out of here. But did it feel, I mean, I, I'm asking you an obvious question, but like it was pretty scary to like, like you found out about it and then they all took probably more of an interest in you. What Were you nervous? Not uh, yeah, I know you're understandably uh, nervous, but about the so social stuff, yeah. the 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 uh, precautions that people take, and and the process of what happens after you've been diagnosed. Um. Well, I didn't actually get diagnosed when the oh. doctor came in a full hazmat suit. She saw that I wasn't dying, um, and was just like, "You may or may not have it, but I can't test you because of CDC's guidelines." So just like go home and she gave me a list of symptoms or if I feel any of those for a combination to go to an ER. But, um, but she did tell me that uh, there's probably several people I go, I'm a grad student. So there are several people on my campus who probably also have it and they're not going to get tested just because of the guidelines, which is pretty terrifying. But yeah, like being there was really, really scary especially just like not knowing what was happening i ended up waiting for the phone to ring for like an hour and a half um, Ooh, God. but the doctor's trying to like pretend like nothing was wrong like i think for the benefit of the people who were like waiting to be directed to rooms and also like for me but when you see someone wearing like a splash guard when you're talking to them like yeah <laughs> i have to say i want to <laughs> I just want to clarify for me and the Zoomer in the room. You spent 90 minutes in that pressurized cabin. Did you have your uh, phone with you? I was going to ask that too. Did you have your phone? Yeah, I did. I, oh, yeah, okay, I good. Woo! Thank goodness. Okay. Yeah, I was worried they were going to take my phone. I was like, I can't communicate. <laughs> yeah, I need okay, this. I have somebody outside with a bunch of explosives that I have to send a signal to with this phone if things don't go my way did, in here. <laughs> did they give you books or anything? I mean, did they take care of you in the room? Uh, books. I brought a water bottle and <laughs> books, books because it took a long time the week before, so I was pretty well entertained. I, I couldn't really focus, so I kind of just sat there and stared at the phone for most of it, but... Yeah, it's nice. It's comforting. Yeah. It's like a calming jar. 
Yeah. Right? Just watch that scroll yeah. go by. <laughs> it sounds like, I mean, from now, I'm sure at that time you were probably going pretty anxious, but it, it does sound like. I mean, are, are you feeling okay now, other than sick as hell? <laughs> uh, yeah, they um, gave me uh, an inhaler, and that helps. So That's I've good. been just trying to, like, take that when I feel like a very uncontrollable thing happen or if I just, like, can't breathe. But I've been getting better every day. So. No, that's great. It sounds and- like it's, like, a three-week sickness, so... Oh, how, how far are you? Yeah, <laughs> you're you're three weeks into this now, or almost three. I'm two, so this would be my third week. Okay, they should give you activists. That's the thing that annoys me. You should be getting lean, lean. scissor, scissor. Yeah, that they should get. <laughs> I know they quit making purple act. They should activists. bring activists back in. They, they should, should bring, bring activists back for everybody. <laughs> they should have given you yeah, at I'm least coding. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I've heard that from a few people that have had, like, symptoms and stuff, that they're just, like, and a lot of the quarantine people, it's very funny, a lot of the quarantine people have been like, I'm just going to sit in the house and get high, and it's like, man, if we only knew that, like, if we only knew how many people just wish they could sit around the house and get high all day, it wouldn't just be considered something 18-year-olds do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because so many people are like, no, I'm just going to get fucking high and play video games. It's like, you have a job, sir. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, so you feel, so are you corn? Do you live alone or did, or what, what was the situation with housing and what happened? Um, I live in my, I have an apartment, so I've just been here. So, and I have my partner. He got sick for a couple of days, so we're hoping that was that was his COVID nineteen experience. And then yeah, yeah. Are so you? I'm hoping we don't like pass it back and forth to each other or something. Are you guys hanging together though? Yeah, yeah. He's here. Oh yeah. But well, yeah, I, I would too. Fuck it. There's. I mean, the part of it, part of this thing is that there's people that you're up in the mix with. And like, you know, like our families, we're just up in the mix. Like if we get it, we're all going down together. Right. So just some people, you're going to be like that. I'm still going to, I'm still going to, yeah, I'm still going to hug and hug some people. I'm going to hug my wife if she gets COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I love her. I hug her all the time. You it's know, probably the 10th or 12th time that's happened. I'm going to hug my daughter if she gets it too. Okay. Yeah. I love Fair. her. Thank you. Hey. You know, yeah, I get hugs. You won't touch my phone, but I do get hugs. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, hugs are good. I mean, that's the thing that's going to get you through this, really. It's a cure all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I hope everything works out and uh, good luck. Solidarity is your work being your grad student. Are they letting you work from home? Yeah, we have online classes. I'm not doing the best at it, but my professors are being nice to me because I'm sick. So I'm hoping they'll be patient <laughs> nice. me for another week. Yeah, I mean, you deserve yeah. it. Well, thanks for thanks for calling in. Yeah, thank you. Stay inside. Stay healthy. You too. Peace. Bye. Interesting. Man. 
How many we got? We got more? Yeah. You're going to roll in, then, man. in. Roll it in. Um, we got fucking 19 minutes. Or, that's no, all? 19 minutes, yes. All right. Well, we'll get who we can. Yeah, if you're at the end, I don't know. We'll see. Probably not 614. Uh, thanks for calling Street wow, Fight. 614, though. Man. You want to move 614 to move to the front? No, don't do that because it's me. Oh, Unless yeah. everybody's been waiting, like, roughly a short time. Yeah. We can jump them. What's up? This is Street Fight. Who's this? A skeleton? A is it me? Yeah. Unless you're a skeleton. Hello. Howdy, dude. You're here. Hey, how's it going? It's Tracy from Texas. Hey, Tracy. How's things going in Texas? The one and only Tracy F.? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I didn't hear the beep, or I didn't think I did, so I was fucking confused. So it's <laughs> totally okay. <clears throat> How's Texas dealing with the COVID nineteen? You know, we went on a beer run Friday night to the grocery store, and at first, we go into the grocery store, it looked totally normal. Started walking back to the beer aisle, and fucking the cereal was decimated. Canned meat aisle was decimated. The regular meat aisle, absolutely nothing left. I mean, it was really bizarre. So, I've been up, so. I've been in the same boat. Like, I just think it's it's the weirdest thing is is the uh, pictures, right? Like, it's like when you go to the grocery store now. Yeah, there's whole aisles of people mm -hmm. taking pictures of empty shelves, like and the that's missing an, toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah. On Instagram. Yeah. All the moms. That's an it's, odd. That's it's same, odd. Same way as going to like a, a Buddhist temple and having like a thousand people standing on the same hill to get the same picture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like everything. I mean, it was just kind of really, really weird. I mean, literally, it's the weirdest thing I've seen since probably like 9 11. Um, I would agree. This, this is as weird as 9 11. We yeah. have. But my yeah, we were, absolutely. We, we were talking. I've been. I've actually been expressing that to Gwen, uh, who was not alive for nine eleven. I didn't know that. Yeah, That's she did not. actually say, "I don't remember nine eleven being that weird." And I was like, "Well, you weren't born for another three years, so <laughs> yeah, it was pretty chill times for you." Yeah, but you were dude, just like, I mean, there in the this ether. is going to be the time. This current time is going to be a time you remember for the rest of your life, I'll and it's going to change. I'll tell it to my kids. Yes. I mean, not only that, it's you're going gonna... to you get to hold it over them. You get to tell them they don't know anything. No, they they'll be like, easier. they'll be like, I'm so scared of like freshman year. Like, I'm so nervous. I'll be like, mm, should have had the virus <laughs> yes. going on. What do you know about you have Corona? Nothing to worry about. You won't get a virus that could like kill a bunch of people. <laughs> Coronavirus stole my freshman year from me. <laughs> I feel bad for the seniors. I'm doing fine. I'm happy to miss school. The seniors are the ones missing out. I, I actually saw a few people that were the like, seniors. "Go ahead." No, the seniors should get out. The senior, I mean, fuck. I mean, what? What do they got left to do? You know, let's they, do it. Let's, let's it, just call it. Graduate, I, whatever. You know. Well, I, I mean, Texas is big about sports too, and Ohio is as well. And the, the one lady that I talked to on the playground just said. 
it's a shame all those kids work so hard to get to March Madness basketball and then don't get to play. I mean, like, can't they just let them just do it? Even like sign a waiver or something. I hate to see them not get to have the chance to do it. And it's like, yeah, I mean, that's what it is. That's I mean, their story. Like, that's yeah. the thing is like, that's your story. Things change and then you make a new narrative and you move forward. You know, things that were yeah. different. Absolutely. And- Absolutely. Things were different, and then you you overcame them. That's that's the that's Dang. the story every single time. The thing is, though, they definitely aren't getting a prom, right? And then their graduation is a week later, no. and we yeah. made it to states for yeah. basketball, and the seniors might not get to play. Yeah, like that's their last game. I mean, the seniors are gonna miss out on like what is traditionally considered senior year, like Americana. Yeah, but they like already bought their dresses, like all the girls. Oh wow! I'm really, I'm really thinking. Video chat. I'm really thinking that y'all of school age till y'all may not go back this year. Um, I, I mean, maybe fall, so. but for yeah, for spring, I think y'all are done. So, but yeah, hi Gwen. I met you in Austin. I was just gonna say hello real fast. Hi. But um, yeah, school is. I think school's done. So um, I at do least too. y'all have blast that. the Alice Cooper. I think it's summer vacation. I do. I I do believe. I do believe in summer vacation. They'll be learning on their iPads or Chromebooks. Yeah, but I think they're sucks, on summer though. vacation. What? But it kind of sucks though. Online no school. No shit. It, it sucks. What, what, you know what you're gonna do? You know the school haven't, never. You know the school never taught anything. you how to do is make the goddamn bed right. That's what you're about to learn in the coronavirus school. <laughs> but I don't, I can't like I, like I can't like. I ask so many questions. I struggle so much. You about they won't be there. Oh, you need some guidance. Dope. No, what I do is these I wait till I explain that, it. Yeah. I wait till I explain it. I don't understand these questions it. That Gwen has, these are what that our our so called education system, whatever questions Gwen has, this is what it should be for. Not fucking the Pythagorean theorem or fucking, you know, uh the the Fifty-four, forty, or fight compromise in U.S. history or whatever. So yeah, if you I don't know. we're in a new era. Yeah, from now on, um, your STEM classes are what you're going to do is download the Reddit app. Do you have Reddit? That's going to no, be your yeah. new STEM classes. That's going to teach you logic. <laughs> That's going to teach you, teach you reasoning. Uh, that'll be your new philosophical like guidance. Are, we have a really bad science I'm gonna teacher. I'm going to play Khan Academy. So maybe it'll get better. Buddy, I pawn I listen, Tracy. You I have yeah. been trying to get her to do Khan Academy for probably a year now. And she will not. Yeah. Do we it. used to it's do legit. it. I did? It's like no, not you, my school. Oh. And it was terrible. It's not terrible. I hate it, it helps. I I have a master's in history, and as far as history goes, I really approve of uh Making it totally relatable to people. If you really want to learn from, from history, you got to find what the individual is into. And I yes. think them as like, how this is how it got fucked up, or this is how we are now. You know, this is why we, you know, it's not about dates or fucking, you know, who did this, who did that. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of weird right now. And it's, you know, like the debate tonight, you know, it's weird watching that. Like, you know, Biden's all like, oh, you know, Let's return to this status quo from ten years ago, and Bernie's like, "No, like we need to fucking completely rearrange everything." And and that's the perfect time. That's the promise of this so-called plague outbreak is to let's 
maybe it will cause enough people to reassess the the fragility of the U.S. system in education, in economics, in healthcare, and blah 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 blah, to really kind of bump it up more. You know, I don't know. I I think we're at a certain precipice here that we should all. I mean, it's going to be a complete challenge that we should definitely take advantage of. You know, um, I agree. I do think that this yeah, is. I think if you're, I, I I do think that this is when we make. I mean, you know, this sounds very cynical, but I think it's time that we say this is a failure of this federal government. This is a failure of capitalism. Absolutely. This is a failure of our media too. I think the fucking Absol- media more should, than yeah, yeah. And, and our pharmaceutical system where we aren't getting the tests and we can't get the tests, our medical system, this is what, this is how Republicans run the federal government. And I think like Absolutely. a lot of Democrats run it too. And I think that like what we need is a radical new way of thinking. And uh, yeah, you know. I mean, it, it, it's gotta be, I mean, just, you see, I mean, I've, I mean, of course, China has absolutely authoritarian aspects coming from a left libertarian perspective. Um, but their response to the pandemic of complete mobilization of the entire economy, the army, the blah, 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 to completely shut down whole regions, to build hospitals in a week, that's something the United States would never be able to do. And it's just, I, I really just hope that we can pause or, or smooth the so-called curve as best possible, but and also to use this challenge to kind of make people come to the so-called left side. Like we need some fucking real twenty-first century uh, politics here, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think that. As long as we have electricity, as long as we can uh, communicate with each other, um, the bonds that people are building are beyond uh, anything that the government can can do. And people are stepping yeah, up. I, what I've seen so far has been, you know, obviously people are panicking and, and wiping out the grocery stores. We'll see what happens from here. But uh, everybody I've seen has been willing to chip in and is trying to, like, be an active and helping citizen during this time, people are, are ready to to step yeah. into a role of of helping and caring and giving. Yeah, and for our DSA members, our anarchist collectives, our yeah. affinity groups, that is the challenge that is on our doorsteps right now. That's why we're here for people. We um, we think about this stuff yeah, all the time, absolutely. and and now's a chance to take the opportunity. You have the extra time and the time to do it. It's time to do it. Um, right on. So let's let's get to one very serious issue before we get you off the phone. You were the one right on. that called me out in the group that you wanted me to listen to Thou, right? <laughs> oh, don't do this! <laughs> don't do this! No, Thou is for Thou is the perfect uh, street fight anarchist metal band. Um, this is this is a. Everybody can gain something from listening to Thou, especially I'm not lyrically inclined as much as some people, but if you, especially if you dig a certain track and look up the, look up the lyrics, 
you will totally dig it. You know, it's always anti everything that's bad, totally pro everything. Like fuck cops. You know, electoral process is kind of really shady. You know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, to the to the total limit. So, yeah, absolutely. Thou here's, it's for the people. The problem is, is that, and here's what I mean. <laughs> I am into <laughs> I'm into thrash metal. I'm into thrash metal. Yes, it, and, it, and it's I, almost the opposite of thrash metal. And there's just when people are constantly trying to say, listen to this song, it's like a 30 minute song. It would be three minutes it was if it was played <laughs> at like regular speed, but it's like been slowed down to a 30 minute song. I want thrash. Well, that's the, I want, uh, I'm a headbanger. I'm not like I do yeah. I have listened to a lot of I have listened to a lot of Doom and Sludge. I know like Ohm. I know Ohm. I know High on Fire. Yeah. I know uh, fucking Sleep and Electric right. Wizard. I've listened to a lot of the greats, and I did like the Thou stuff. But I need constant shredding, like a mile a minute riffs. I can't really let people. I can't let anybody like sit and relax when I when I have my metal going on. You know. Well, that that's the beauty of metal. There's something for everybody, right? Um, I was just, I was just making sure I didn't know how familiar were with them, especially with a lot of their message, um, lyric-wise. My um, anti-authority, anarchist kind of DIY kind of shit. So I like that. Um, that's the reason why it was, it was, it was really a goof, you know. Like, hey, Brett, listen to this, you know. But um, I'm a total fan, and I'm glad that people have kind of uh looked for them and kind of listened to some in the last you know couple of weeks or whatever so. yeah my group my group was panopticon i like that i listen to them like in quiet times or like when I, sometimes just like want to turn on something epic for yeah. a while that's when it, that's a group but i will get to that yeah. eventually but right now i need like a, i really need like more shreds per minute than anybody else can deliver so yeah, um, absolutely. I, I was talking to Austin from Panopticon last year at uh, Northwest Terror Fest, you know, trying to get, I, I talked to him and then I messaged Tom from Trillbillies. Like, I think that was a natural match for one of their episodes that um, Austin's originally from Kentucky. He has, uh, you know, that whole album. Yeah. You know, he has the album called Kentucky about the plot of the miners and, you know, all that stuff. I don't know. I just thought it would be a perfect that, cool deal to do, but you know, that's just my stupid idea. So No, no, that's not a bad idea, honestly. I'm gonna put a pin in it. I wanna make it work out. Me and Tom yeah. me and Tom have a lot of musical crossover stuff that I would love to make into some sort of series where we can dive into that stuff because it's like we're both right we're both super fans and like in the good way, like we don't make music like I've never seen Tom try to pick up a guitar and play music. He just knows the fucking yeah, yeah. Same with yeah. He knows the here. finest music. He just knows good music when he hears it. The, the same way that I have like a gut feeling about stuff. So yeah, I, yeah, I would love. I, and I would Austin, love to get that wrong. Austin from Pen yeah, Austin from Penobscot is total nice dude. You know, you go up to him in the show, he'll fucking talk to you like he's known you all your life. Um, Perfect. You know, so it, it's really cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for calling in, Tracy. We appreciate it. We got a couple yeah, more calls today. Yeah. Yeah. Have a good one. Yeah, we on. appreciate you. That's that Texas goodbye. All right. You ready to? How many more do you got in you? I got five minutes. Whoa. 
All right. How many we got? I don't even know if that's There's... enough for one. Hey, is this me? You would have only you would yeah. know. Hello, really. is this me? Only yeah, you would know. Only you would know. Really. Who is me? A rose by any other name would it smell as sweet? Right. I didn't know what that yeah, fucking means. Shakespeare shit. shit. <laughs> you there, buddy? <laughs> hey, it is you. Sorry, we had to validate his existence before hey, he could me? take the call. Yes, yeah, it's here. you. Yep. Hey, awesome. Uh, you know, long time, first time, and all that stuff. I just want to talk about uh my job and what's going on with the the virus. Yeah. Uh, so I do. I work for like a. It's like a beer distributor. And uh, I'm a merchandiser, so I basically work out of my car and I go to a bunch of different, you know, grocery stores and liquor stores and I fill the shelves. And uh, we had a staff meeting this past week and they're basically saying, you know, we don't really know what's going to happen. So just sell as much beer as you can. And that's our only plan. And then they sent out this letter that was like... uh, we want to, you know, reassure everyone in the company that we're doing everything we can. We're, you know, disinfecting all the keyboards in the office. Uh-huh. But I don't, I don't ever go to the office. Like all I do is work out of my car. So it, it was just really frustrating that, you know, they're 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 focused on, you know, the people that that you know do the higher up stuff and and all these people. Like half the company is, uh, you know, out out on the road doing their thing. And they're not really providing anything for us. And it, it's just driving me crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's I, I, I have to say on my end of things, I am wondering, like, the people that have to restock the grocery store, what is their job circumstance going to be like? But you're just going you're, you're somebody that goes in and like checks on the beer product and make sure it's like face the same way or sets up like a cardboard stand or something. Right. Yeah. So I go through and I make sure all the shelves are full and, you know, I go to all these grocery stores and I'm seeing all these grocery workers and, and they just look run down, man. And I try and, you know, say, you know, hang in there and, uh, you know, cause I know what it's like. I'm, I'm out there with them, but it's, it's rough. I just feel like, uh, you know, these grocery stores are, are really crazy. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what's gonna, what's gonna happen. The crazy thing that blows my mind is like, I know the, you know, the only way that my company is going to stop, you know, sending people out there is if their like main rival competitor stops sending people out there. No, the government, government, really. It's only the government that would say like, you're not allowed to go in there and judge the beer. Well, I'll say this, uh, something that I, I was hearing about the indie wrestling, me and Brett were supposed to go to in Florida, uh, and and I'm not saying I'm not ascribing this to them, but with a lot of big events and with some even businesses and stuff like that, if they the insurance doesn't cover them just canceling, right? So the state has to cancel or the venue has to cancel for them. Yeah. And then they can get covered. And that's sort of probably these beer places or pro- this place. they probably want the state to tell them to stop. Yeah. You know, because if they don't do that, then I mean, it it really is like, like I hate small business owners a lot, but they're going to get eaten alive by this. 
They're going to get eaten alive by this, though, too. And it's going to be sad. And I think we're going to see a lot of people lose the things that they work to build up over the time. I mean, to be honest, Street Fight is running this way. And most small business tyrants are running away where you're constantly like having a million plates in the air. And you're like robbing Peter to pay Paul most of the time. And the money that you have today is spent on making money tomorrow. Like you're just hoping that. You can spend enough money today to make enough money for tomorrow. So when all of a sudden, when they pull the fucking sheets out from under you, all of a sudden the tablecloth is yanked out. Like you are left with not a lot to do, you know, like there's a, it's, it's hard to make those decisions. And uh, I'm not trying to side with anybody here, but that job you have, you have a very weird job. Someone in my family has a similar job. They work for a small uh produce provider and they do quality control where they basically like you said they they're on an app and they drive to grocery stores all day long and they go to the grocery store and they report on the quality of the product at the grocery store and uh that's not a gathering of 100 people right there's nothing to suggest those people shouldn't go to work or should stop what they're doing but how there's no money being made that lettuce is all going like there's no reason to continue doing this very uh it, it feels like a job that's just not necessary anymore but you have to keep doing it because otherwise there's nothing else like i don't know there's there's until the government tells you you can't do it you have to legally do it in a way yeah yeah i wish yeah totally no i i mean I I love, you know, I, believe me, I want people to keep drinking beer and I want there to be beer on the shelf for them to buy. <laughs> like I'm, I'm fully on board with that, but it's, it's just wild to me that, you know, the, the, the higher ups don't really seem like they're, you know, worried about the people on the streets. You know what I mean? Like, no. I, I don't, I don't really care that you're, you know, disinfecting the keyboards in the office that doesn't do shit for, for me and all the people that are out here doing, doing the work. Right. Yeah. Like disinfect the office, send the beer to the store. We're going to be a little more lackadaisical on quality control right now. You know, I'm not going to make a trip out yeah, there to sure. check, to check on the fucking beer that people want to buy. Yeah. It's probably fine. It's for always sure. been fine. Yeah. That's absolutely true. I, I mean, I hope you get off, but, uh, yeah, I was just, I don't even know why I defend it. I didn't defend them. I just, like I no, said, it's, it's not, it's not for a, a guy like me. For a guy, for people like us who had money sunk into some things, I I don't know. I don't think we're in trouble. I don't think me and Brett are in any kind of okay. Me and Brett are in a lot of trouble money wise, and we're going to be doing extra streams. <laughs> and please subscribe to the Patreon and stuff. But I don't think we're going to be in super trouble. Like this business is going to close down because of this, and the reason I think that is because we don't. Like, yeah, we can't we be stopped. Yeah, yeah, they well, can't our business turn us off. We can do even if they do lockdown. Me and Brett will be doing the show from our apartments. You know, Jason what I mean? can our remotely houses. sign into my computer and then your computer and set up a stream. Even if we both had it and we're in bed, we could do a fucking show together. Yeah, a show will keep happening. I think people are also going to be coming after entertainment and stuff like that too, and. um but I do, when I think about, like, uh, 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 I don't know, some guy that owns a liquor store that, like, the margins are really low. Yeah. And, like, you know, every single day, 
they have to make money so that they exist. Yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of stuff like that that's going to be... Restaurants don't... You don't... There's, Restaurants there's, are a good point. That's the one I've been concerned about. You are selling... You're selling things like... You're selling something for $5 all day long and all of a sudden people can't come, you know? So it, it, what's happening currently at Marriott is that they are... Uh, I, I got a secret tip off to Marriott. Okay. Right? That uh, they're laying people off so that they can collect unemployment. Ah, uh, that's ugly. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I feel like yeah, it's a bit like Marriott International is a business that could run and just pay them, you know. And one of the things I found really ugly, really hideous, is that uh, for the arena, well, there's a good thing and a bad part about this, but for the arenas in America, uh, at least for a few like pro basketball players are paying the salaries of all That's, the people that work there for 30 days, which that is the most beautiful thing in the world. These yeah. people are looked at as coddled athletes. These some Zion Williams is 19 years old and uh, he's paying the salaries of everybody at the place at, at the arena because people that work in live entertainment, including us are getting, we're losing money. It's like things are, bad right now in that department and worrying about me and brett we got patreon that comes in every month we can tighten our belt we can do whatever but like worrying about somebody that doesn't have that right a stand-up comedian that doesn't have a patreon well i mean travels and the people that build the stages for rock concerts i mean just talking about being a classy motherfucking business owner if you're mr marriott freeze your pay Go without nothing. It's like buying a round for the whole bar. Like, just flex it. Just pay. Just keep everybody around instead of fucking sending people out the door is such an ugly fucking move right now. Especially uh, to go get the unemployment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just like unemployment's also a hard thing to do. You yeah, know? It's and, and it's half of what you were paying me, Mr. Marriott. Yeah, but they don't pay taxes, I think. I don't think they pay taxes out. I'm not sure. That was workman's. My job. my motherfucking my unemployment was never as nice as my paycheck. Oh, I never got unemployment. All right, let's get this next one. We have. Did that guy hang up? Is that that someone just die and turn to a skeleton? That's fine. Oh no! Hey, thank. Oh goodbye. Now oh, you're a skeleton. Shit. We hung up on you. Sorry. Fuck y'all. All Sorry. right. We got two left. Hate you now. Uh, we got. We ain't getting three. You were not getting three. Well, we shouldn't even do one. Let's do one and see how it goes. How, Maybe this is like the Walking Dead. That's a zombie. You ready to get? Hey, this is me. Hey, what's up? Who's this? Uh, this is Zeph from Indy. Hey, Vif. Hey, what's going Fizz? on? What's the name? Zeph. It's like Jeff, but with a Z. It's tight. Zeph. That's a good one. Shit. You know yeah. I don't know. I fucking like that. that. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's How difficult. old are you, Zeph? Um, I'm 28. Wow. Is it one you made up? Like, is it? <laughs> no. No, no. No, no. It's the, it's the name my mom gave me. Uh, oh, that's <laughs> awesome, dude. The full version is... Yeah, the full version is Zephan. But, yeah. Um, mm. Everybody calls me Zeph. Holy shit, I, I worked I with a Zephan. I worked with a Zephan. You could have called him Zephan. Yeah, okay. 
I like Zeph. That's a new age yeah. hit. I love oh, cool. it. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a real Gen Z-ass name. Even <laughs> yeah, you sound great. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, um, I was really just calling to kind of... Well, I meant to call... I was going to call last week. I had an opportunity, but I wanted to respect the sanctity of your ABCD show. Those are really yeah, good. I didn't want to flush uh, you. I would never want to flush a Zeph. How could you flush a Zeph down the toilet? I'd actually be pissed off <laughs> if Zeph called and then... Just later like on, we, him. and we dunked him in the toilet, and then later found out we dunked somebody named Zeph. Yeah, fucking rude. <laughs> Zeph, I'm going to tell you something about this call right now. There, and it's not going to be based on you, but there's definitely going to be a character in something we do for the TV show named Zeph. Now, <laughs> you will hear your name. Oh, I promise. Awesome. You will. Yeah. I, I promise. Will be, I'm the, fucking honored. You're a new muse. <laughs> I promise you will hear your name. All right, that's that's fucking great. I will get on that. I was, I don't know. It's been a fucking crazy day. I'm uh, on vacation right now. Uh, Where at? Skiing some bougie shit up in uh, Wisconsin. But I just wanted to call and say I appreciate you guys. Uh, fucking the election had been pissing me off, so I was gonna vent about liberals. But uh, yeah, shit. I actually didn't expect to get through. So I, I yeah. think that's kind of caught me off guard. No, not a problem. Thanks for being here. So you're, uh, did, was this uh, vacation pre-planned? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had it set up uh, for a while. I, this is my first time having a job that actually gave me uh, paid time off. Tonight. Oh, cool. But yeah. Um, so you're at a resort? Yeah. Uh, I'm at a hotel. It's not, it's central Wisconsin. It's not a uh, fucking, you know, chalets or anything like that yeah you're um, skiing though snowboarding yeah yeah skiing. Which, which one skiing yeah, yeah so that one <laughs> for the whole weekend yeah 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 and it, so what's the what's the turnout like i mean is there other like people just throwing the shaka and like running and gunning and fucking <laughs> skiing and snowboarding is it is it not like, uh no it's it's pretty, uh, it's pretty, uh, dead for quiet, even for spring skiing. It's pretty quiet. Yeah. Jesus. That uh, sounds like a good idea. Yeah. To go. go somewhere right now. Yeah. Let's go to this. Let's go to the lodge. Flights let's are just cheap. hit the lodge. Fuck this fucking quarantine. Let's go to the lodge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had had it planned out for a while. We were, well, I don't know. We were going by road, so it wasn't going to be a issue of like the airports being closed or anything. They're not doing that yet though. Okay. I don't think they will. Yeah. I, yeah well, uh, sounds like you're you're ripping it out there. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm I'm not because we got our uh, fucking stuff ready to go, and then uh, my dad had a he's okay, but he had a heart attack right like right there. Um, At the so wait. Yeah, that's a yeah. So I'm kind of freaked out. I'm just in the hotel room taking care of the dog. Man. Wow, you're yeah, you were like calm as shit leading up to that. Yeah. Um, I was well, ready I'm, to fly away on my Zephyr, so it's kind of hard to tell oh. when I'm freaked out. Okay, okay. <laughs> so how 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 uh, recent was that? Uh, that was uh, today, like like about like uh, like noon. So okay, um, but things are but yeah, he's so in he's good hands. Yeah, yeah, he's in good hands. Apparently, this is one of the best places to have a heart attack. They've got a real top-notch cardiovascular unit, which 
I guess kind of makes sense that being the Midwest and all. Yeah, I mean, there's um, lots of saturated fat that's consumed, lots of uh, cheese on gravy on cheese, things like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lots of lots of fried things. <laughs> but uh, well, I'm glad I'm glad to hear uh, he's in good hands, the best hands. Um, uh, that that yeah, is quite good the hands, experience. There wasn't any like there wasn't any damage to his heart or anything. Yeah, it was fucking it was fucked up. Uh, uh, I don't know how much I should. Yeah, I mean, I hear you guys swear all the time, but I I, I can be pretty bad about it. So. Oh no! Please, like I mean, try Glenn to try to make too. Don't don't worry because there's a 15 year old in here. Try to make me blush. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so yeah, it was just fucking crazy. You know, we're getting ready to go, and then he, like he's sat down in the car, like his chest was hurting, and then like he lost consciousness for a second, and that's when I called the uh, ambulance. He was he was trying to be like, don't call an ambulance. I was like, dude, you just fucking like. Stop talking to me and stared at your chest for two seconds while I was yelling your name at your face. Yeah. It's definitely an ambulance. It's yeah, already on the way. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I guess a lot of... I'm a, my, my partner gets on me about that, too. I, I won't admit when stuff's wrong with me. Same uh, here. Same here. Do you remember... <laughs> did you watch I Think You Should Leave at all? Uh, no. Is it, is it a show? What is it? It's a show on Netflix. It's they're only fifteen minutes. It's a comedy show, but there's a uh, there's a sketch on it where a guy is eating dinner with a celebrity and a guy that he thinks is really cool, and he's choking on a meatball, but he won't admit that he's choking on the meatball, and it like keeps like, <laughs> accelerating because he's trying to prove that he's not choking on a meatball, and it's like I. I I identified with that guy so much. Like, I'm just a guy that's yeah. just like, nah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Except for these chest pains. And yeah. the sharp pain in my uh, <laughs> head that I have right now. Everything else is yeah. fine. Yeah, we got that. All good. Uh, he's squared away. But, yeah, uh, yeah, it wasn't a whole lot. I, I called in at the beginning of the show, uh, but I, I got off the line when you went to the break. Oh, um, well, yeah, I, I called back in, I, not really expecting at... to get. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, well, you know, it's happenstance. You know, um, a lot of people yeah. don't. A lot of people are quarantined in their house, thinking the worst is going to happen to them, and they don't realize they could be on a winter vacation where their dad has a heart attack. So, <laughs> yeah, that's like that's a wake up call. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking uh, something else. He he finally quit smoking this year, but uh, he, you know probably should have quit twenty years ago or just not started in the first place. Yeah, makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Well, sometimes yeah. it just feels good. That's true. Thanks for uh, thanks for calling. Yeah, well, we appreciate it. We got one more to go. Well, do yeah, you have a Twitter or anything you want to shout out? Uh, no, I just want to tell everyone to uh, fucking become a douchebag member of a leftist organization and uh, never trust your never trust liberals. They're class enemies. That's all. <laughs> all right, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, Gwen, join a left organization, but don't trust don't trust the liberals. liberals. They're lying to you every time. This when is what we've learned. Because even with Bernie Sanders' campaign, the entire time we knew that they do not want us to be a part of their thing. They think that they know better about our lives. They think they can control us. They're just mistaken on everything. 
make a leftist club at school. You should. Fucking make it, make it a good, cool, fucking hip Zoomer can't name. Control who comes. You sure. shouldn't. Yeah, we can't control who comes to our shows either, and like we have to pay for that. Yeah, <laughs> I think it would be we neat to deal with that if you made like if you went and looked up because the Zoomers also Doomers. They're called There's, sometimes. Are you a Zoomer or a Doomer? She's, Zoomer. You're a Zoomer. Zoomer. I yeah, love that. She's not I a like Doomer. That positive attitude. No PMA. We got that attitude. <laughs> yeah. One more to go. You ready? Yeah, let's do One it. call. Vic Rattle, fuck. Vic Rattlehead on the Rattle. line. See no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Um, hi there. Um, uh, my name is David. I'm from. I'm uh, calling from New Jersey. Howdy, David. Are things going well in your uh, neck of the woods? I am. Uh, I'm sorry. What was that? Are things going well in your neck of the woods? Um. Well, uh, up, uh, up until recently, things were going pretty well. Um, uh, <laughs> like, um, I, uh, I follow like, um, Governor Murphy, the governor of New Jersey, uh, like on Twitter and and, and stuff, and like, <laughs> and I feel like uh, every now and again, uh, I see like a new update saying like, hey, like uh, 20 new uh, cases have been confirmed in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- uh, um, I, I think the last time I checked, it's getting close to like triple digits. Um, well, here's the, here's the, the here's the thing. They're not, I mean, in Ohio, they said a hundred thousand as a guess speculated because they said about 1% of us yeah. have it. So a hundred thousand mm-hmm. people in all of Ohio. And what I think about, when I'm like going along with my daily life is that I see like six people at the most in any given day. <laughs> so, I mean, but the thing is like, I do worry about cashiers and people who are working with this stuff because you know, people go to work late and if they're asymptomatic, then they could just go to work and give it to somebody else. Me and Brett saw a woman yeah, who, yeah. Me and Brett saw a woman who was a little bit older, and uh, she was the cashier at uh, Target, and it was like she shouldn't. She she was clearly rattled, and she shouldn't have been working there. You know, she should have been home being right. paid. Also, okay. just coincidentally, uh, we had to buy something in the electronics section. Uh, there's a little button that says "Press it for help." Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to fucking see if this can get it done. Because it was like, somebody will be here within 60 seconds. And I was like, damn, somebody will get here in 60 seconds. I'm going to time it. And I don't, I wasn't going to complain if they weren't there in 60 seconds. And in my mind, I figured they were probably going to be there way faster than 60 seconds. And so I did the timer and it was 32 or 33 seconds. But... The sad thing about it was when the guy got there, we could hear over his walkie-talkie telling me he only had 15 seconds left to get there. <laughs> so I was oh like, God. yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it was like, you know, they, they were like, uh, they were like, help termination in 15 seconds. It yeah. sounded like some <laughs> calling, calling 
Like oh, it was a robotic voice telling him they had 15 seconds to get this thing or else they're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy to oh, hear. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Yeah. Oh my god. jeez. Uh, um Yeah, so uh I was kind of calling in because um oh, well it's funny that you say uh, you, you mentioned like asymptomatic people. Um very recently I've kind of been developing like this uh kind of nasty cough. Uh, and uh, very, and uh, even more recently, I don't know. I've just kind of been feeling, uh, feeling like these weird kind of, uh, just like slight little pains, or just like some, basically just like some weird feeling in my chest, uh-huh. kind of, especially mm-hmm. when I cough. And so, like, um, I mean, I don't know. It's 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 like nothing too serious uh um at this point anyway uh but um also i'm like pretty young and i don't have any major health issues uh i'm not really too worried about myself uh i am however worried uh, more worried about uh my coworkers i i should mention i work at a uh amazon warehouse oh here in jersey yeah jesus yeah so um um a lot of people there are a lot of um uh, elderly people actually that I work with at my particular um excuse me yeah at my at my uh at my uh warehouse and uh i mean i mean it's just like a little bit of a suspicion that like I have something like who knows I don't have a fever or anything like that but uh, really honestly we should all be fucking in uh, 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 we should all be inside, <laughs> really. Uh, uh, we should be inside or, as much as well, we possibly can. Uh, or I think alone. I, you know, I, I sort of, I've been taking my walks, but I'm like, I don't get within six feet of any other humans while I'm out. There's almost nobody out anyway. <laughs> you know, the it's hard to square this thing because we we can't have a shutdown of all supply lines. Like, I don't think, I think people would start going bonkers if their grocery store, if no one started delivering stuff to them. People are relying, like, I've seen Alexander from Minion Death Cult. He took a day off because he'd been working like 13 hour days the last few days because everyone's just ordering things like that. What really we lack is like an ability where I, I would do a shift of delivering packages. I don't want to step on anybody's toes, but I feel like if you gave me a manifest, I could just make sure the packages got to people. There's no way to distribute the amount of exposure that we have. For Brian and I, we're just content creators so we can stay inside our house. But for people that rely on their income as like in the in the logistics arena, whether it be like the making of food or delivering of products or customer service, like you're you're going to be at a constant risk of this. And there's no way to make that to reward them or to have that burden be shared amongst like the rest of us, you know? I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, it's, it's, it's uh, definitely complicated. And like, uh, yeah, as you're saying, like, uh, like my line of work wherein we're like, we're shipping things to people. Um, like um, I'd uh, I'd probably feel a lot better if we were like ma- like maybe focusing a lot on like delivering like important things like medicine and stuff like that. Yeah. But like a lot of like a lot of things that people order on Amazon are like a bunch of dumb bullshit. You You're know? right. 
No, you're absolutely right. I mean, it should be they sh- they could pare it down to light work where you only had an hour or two of delivering things like TP and toothpaste and like mm-hmm, yeah. you know daily use items yeah, or not, though, food. We're, we're still delivering like a bunch of uh, like the like the uh, uh, we've actually been given like more and more work. Like uh, we're at like uh, well, we're at, I, like, uh, I, I mean, like, well, to, to be people, honest, I ordered a shirt and a pair of shoes this week. The thing about people that are used to going mm-hmm. out into the world and wasting all of their money. They're sitting there looking at their bank account and they're like, how am I going to spend this money? Yeah. So they're going online and, and ordering things off of Amazon that they don't fucking need. They're ordering just, you know, organizing, you know, organizing bins. They're they're having shit flown to them that they don't really wouldn't need otherwise, but they can't get out there and spend their money elsewhere. You know, that's how I feel. I've but, I've yeah. I've tried not to order too. I've tried not to order too much, but. The definitely the temptation is there. I mean, I've I like uh, I like hardly I've I've hardly ordered anything from Amazon like in like in my entire life. I'm kind of an anomaly, I guess, in that regard. Yeah, you're cooler yeah. than us. You're one of those people that used to not have a TV back in the day and made everyone else feel guilty as hell. <laughs> <laughs> No, I no, no, I don't mean it like that. No, I don't. I'm celebrating you as like uh, the 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 person we should all be. Brett, <laughs> yeah, he does really celebrate that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm just recording podcasts. That's all I'm gonna fucking do is record podcasts. That's, That's my plan. We're gonna post our way out of this thing. We're gonna post our way out of this thing. So so pay attention to what we're up to, buddy. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Uh, uh, I'm a. I I, uh, I usually only catch these things like kind of towards the end. Uh, I've uh, I've, I find. Yeah, yeah, we're always night (laughs) out. Well, no, get on the air towards the end. Oh, sorry. All right. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, you'll get us at the beginning sometime. I'll tell you what. You message if you message me. I can, I can, I'll push you up early if you call in earlier. Okay. That's the deal. All right, that sounds great. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Thanks for calling, for calling in. Calling. Peace. All right. Last call of the night. How was that, Gwen? It, it must have sucked being on your phone, right? Just. Well, she doesn't care what we talk about. Me. You know? Yeah, we were trying to have a conversation here. We were trying to include young people in our conversation. Well, she doesn't really care, though. That doesn't interest you, right? I conversated earlier. Yeah, you heard? I thought she was great. I think you did a great job. Look at him standing up for me. No, you did. But I will so, always stand up for you. Staring at that phone, and your dad stares at his phone, too. In oper- we were on live stream last night. Your dad was staring at his goddamn phone. Yeah, he does do I do that. that sometimes. You're doing the job. You gotta do the job for these people. You, you to, da, da, da. You well, like, it feels like I we need, the- I need to learn the... I... <laughs> you want to do this on, like, the air? I yeah, guess. let's do it. We got, let's let's go to overtime. Well, we're not answering We got Gwen now. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's overtime. I think when we're streaming games, we should put more effort into also being like overtly entertaining sure. and like telling jokes and stuff and not so singularly focused on beating the game. Sure. You know what I mean? So last night I was like trying to 
last night I was like, well, let's try to add some material. I'm not. I'm content. saying you were also yeah. on your phone. It wasn't I was on my phone. Yeah, yeah for sure. But it, it's because I tried to do content a few times and I kind of got cut off. And I was just like, eh, you know, I'll just do. I'll talk being too when loud. it's my turn. Because you're being too loud. That wasn't the time. I'm, I'm not talking about that. Okay. Well, I, am, I Honestly, you did nothing wrong. I'm saying that, like, there were times where I was maybe about to cry, kind of try to get into a bit or uh, get into something funny that, like, it was like everybody just yeah, talked time and stopped that. it from happening. Yeah. But I think we should be trying to do stuff like that. Okay, okay. So, Gwen, <laughs> what was the most awkward moment of the call-in show tonight for you? There was a couple for me, but I just want to know what comes Can I just to... say it? Yeah, Like, yeah. they're going to hear it. Who? The people. Did I say their name? Oh, did, did you I have to say it? it about a caller? <laughs> yes. The most awkward part of the podcast wow. more was than what your anything your phone? dad said tonight was more, like... I, do you have one? What's yours? like that all the time. What's yeah. yours? You go first. If I need to know, what I mean, the we fucking are very open. I need to know what the premise is. I don't know if it was. The, so go I, ahead. I don't know if it was. I mean, yeah, it's two things for me. I mean, it's very common. I don't know how. I don't know how to handle it. But I guess you were you were fine with it. You thought the college were awkward. The nudity or the drugs. One of the two was like for me was just like really made me want to leave this universe. But we, <laughs> we, we talk bad. about that stuff like as a normal okay in a normal conversation. I'm sorry, I won't. No, I won't I'm bring I'm that not. kind of stuff to the show. That's just we talk, we joke around a lot. Okay, we, okay. You know she's old enough that well, I. Well, I wanted. I was asking Gwen actually. Yeah. Okay. I didn't have one that stood out to me. Okay. I can't. All right. What was the most awkward caller then? Fuck that person. Let's roast somebody. I don't want to do it. Who was Brett. the most awkward caller? <laughs> was, nah, was don't awkward. do that. Don't yeah, do that. Don't well, you had an bad, awkward Brett. moment in mind. I had another one. Yeah. But it's fine. <laughs> I uh, appreciate everybody that tuned into Street Fight Radio. That is the call-in show for the week. You can find us on streetfightradio.com. And uh, on patreon.com slash Street Fight Radio. Also on all social media, Street Fight WCRS, or on Twitch, where Street Fight Radio. Uh, we'll see you on Wednesday. You can also subscribe to twitch.tv, the Street Fight Radio on Twitch, where we do some video game streaming. We've been trying to raise money for mutual aid funds here in Columbus. So that's happening over there. Uh, we will see you on Wednesday. Peace. I. What? Well, we're still on the air, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe on Friday night we'll put up a like a donation link to help us with some of the money that we're losing from not doing our live shows. And we'll put on something fun for you. Well, we'll play a game. But I'll make it fun this time, I promise. Maybe even get some guests.